sexy Dr. Claw hour. We're gonna make it sexy up in here for the next hour or two. I'm I'm Michael Raparez, <laughs> host of Video Game Apocalypse. Uh, thank you all for bearing with me on that <laughs> that brief flight of fancy. It's beautiful. Uh, with me in the kitchen studio today are, as always, my co-host Anne Lewis. Hi, and also pineapples and uh, podcast fixtures. Uh, guy who's turned on and uh-huh. Tyler Tyler Wild. I, I, I didn't have a. So. J- were we supposed to have a funny intro prepared? Mine, Mike mine was a thing for for Keegan and Paul. Okay, oh. that was very sweet. Okay, because mm-hmm. they talked to me on Twitter, so I responded to them on the podcast. You're welcome, nice guys. Hey guys. <laughs> they're they're probably our coolest listeners. They I are actually That's owe a them true something. Um, it's kind oh, of, and, sorry. and before we begin, I have to apologize. Oh, yeah. uh, last week I. Uh, Singled out a quote from Justin McElroy. Uh, it's actually McElroy, and oh, I should yeah. never, I should, have said I should never single out anything he says for recognition ever again, and just slightly pass off his quotes as my own. Good call. Yay! That's, that's, that's how Twitter works. <laughs> it is. It's like instead of RTing, you just copy paste into your own box, yeah, and now it's yours. <laughs> now I'm funny. Right. Yeah. But to be fair, who spells McElroy McElroy? Uh, he does. Yeah, he come does. on. His whole family, on. I guess. All mm-hmm. three of the brothers. What about yeah. the white rapper McElroy? Oh, yeah. Macklemore? That's the one. <laughs> Thanks, Sam. McElroy tra- talking about his uh, thrift shipping. <laughs> Someone on Twitter said, uh, just search less and you will have so much fun. <laughs> just <laughs> I'm tired of hearing Macklemore on the radio. More like less. Oh, oh Macklemore, I love his documentaries. We've got an interesting, oh, interesting yeah. show for you today. Um, as many of you know, this is the weekend Justice comes out, so we've structured Woo! an entire show around its superhero theme. Uh, unfortunately, Henry Gilbert couldn't be on it this he's week. he's fucking sick. Yeah, cause, and, and he's, he's dragging his feet on the idea of a... a, a uh, Cape Crisis VGA crossover. He doesn't even read Baby. comics anyway. Yeah, he, what does he know about comic books? Yeah. Yeah, he's guy's a poser. He's sick in the East Bay like a baby. Yeah. He's I'm really sorry, a jock. Henry, get better. Yeah, he's total jock. <laughs> he's lifting weights right now. Yep, he's yeah. like, fuck those guys. I'm yeah. getting yoked. Just, <laughs> just sitting on the, the corner of his bed, like working out with dumbbells. Def Leppard's playing in the uh-huh. background. Typical wearing a shredded t shirt. <laughs> Asking, Show off how ripped he is. Asking everyone who walks by if they saw the game. Yes. <laughs> and the big play. Uh-huh. What play, Henry? What play? <laughs> Hanging out at the gym. Anyway. I don't sports. I got nothing. <laughs> Just fake it. Oh, Just uh, fake it. We the, all do. The goal points and the kick zone. There you go. Now you're talking like a sports person. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, top five this week. A um, little bit easy. A uh, little bit of best superhero games. Number five. My name is Bruce Banner. And this is me. I'm not a person anymore. I'm the Hulk. I did this to myself. All in the name of science. All in the name of science. That is, of course, from Ang Lee's Hulk, which you'll remember as being <laughs> primarily about uh, gay cowboys. Yes. Yes. And, and getting lost at sea with a tiger. And uh, no, it's, it's Incredible Hulk Ultimate Destruction, uh, which is an old and largely forgotten but absolutely fantastic game. It is the only game on this list I have not played. 
Hmm. And people kind of talk to me like I'm a leper when I tell them that. And when I say I'm a fan of comic books, but I have not played Ultimate Destruction. Whoops. I I think you're not alone there. Uh, I've talked to a lot of people who haven't played it. Oh, good. But once they do, they tend to like it. Because it's it's by uh, Radical Entertainment, the same people who did Prototype. And you can definitely tell. You can. because it And it was just kind of their first unbridled open world. You're running around in Manhattan and just ripping shit up right and left. You can you can grab uh, lampposts and use them as clubs. You can grab buses and uh, you can surf on them. You can grab cars and like smash them into boxing gloves that Hulk can use to just wail on things. Nice. My favorite thing to do was grab random pedestrians, run to the top of skyscrapers, and then throw them off. <laughs> that was always lots of fun. <laughs> Which you can also do in, in prototype. <laughs> you can you can or, or to jump off the skyscraper and body slam them into the concrete. Yep. But somehow Hulk is not a murderer. Even though he so clearly is. They walk away from that. This makes me want like a skate series crossover where you're the Hulk skating and grabbing people and, and like grinding on them. As Sadly, he couldn't do tricks he could not grinding on the buses. He couldn't grind on pedestrians? Ah, no. but Human kickflip. That was one where I, like the story I thought was kind of dumb. So I just... <gasps> I would just go Gasp. and play like it starts you off in the desert and you have to follow the story to a certain point and then like the second I went into the city I stopped following the story like I don't care I have the city I have my huge destructible playground that's all that matters I've got to say it sounds very anti-science hmm. but that's not everything s- that has to do with yeah. superheroes is anti-science that's true all in unless the they're scientists science. in which case they're extra like, anti-science well, if you actually, believed comic books sci- all science did was horribly mutate yeah. people and actually he had I to do wish. some he had to do some very sciencey things locate two fuel rods from inside the reactor and bring them safely here you want fries with that very funny See? Fuel rods. That's <laughs> science. That's science, bitch. <laughs> French fries. <laughs> I like them. They're good. It's very funny. I'm just imagining, is it, what's his name? Doc Samson or yeah, something? Samson. Samson. Yeah. I'm just imagining him sitting there like eating fries, alternating between <laughs> fistfuls of fries and like just sort of biting pieces <laughs> off a fuel rod. <laughs> that would be pretty delicious. It's like, yeah, mm, compressed uranium. This is, this is great. High protein. Well, that's, that's what happens between each mission, right? You have a conversation or... Bruce has a conversation with Samson about what he's uh-huh. about to go do. Yeah, yeah, and then he just hulks out, and that's that's one nice thing that this came after the actual adaptation of Ang Lee's Hulk, where apparently you spent I never played it, but apparently you spent way too much time as Bruce Banner in like these kind of bullshit stealth sequences. <laughs> Nobody wants terrible. to be Bruce. Banner. No, 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 you do not buy a Hulk game to be Bruce Banner. Bruce Banner, more like Danny Tanner. Oh, <laughs> 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 they're similar. They hate them dust bunnies, don't they? Mm-hmm. This one wasn't based on a movie, obviously. It was based on fun. What a horrible idea for a game. Sounds like non-canon. Non-canon. Don't care. Based on comics. What the fuck is this shit? Oh my god. Man, if people don't like you for not playing the game, man, they'll hate me for not reading comics, not playing the game, and hating them. Well, no, I think it's because I I tell people I enjoy comic books, and then I haven't played that one. That's so crazy. But I also haven't seen. I also haven't seen the Ed Norton. Uh, Hulk movie. Which was okay. A lot of people hated it. I know that. But. I hated the first one. It was I terrible. Like, I like Ed Norton, though. I like Ang Lee. Hmm. <laughs> I, love I like art. Tim Roth as Abomination. Was I he? like Tim Roth. Mm-hmm. I should actually watch Period. that. Should. I love Tim Roth. <laughs> I like beer. Um, there there good. were more. That's good. There were more sciencey things that brought in elements from the comics. 
Looks like the rumors were true about the Soviets experimenting with telekinesis. No surprise we've managed to get our hands on the technology. What's this assault mech prototype they're working on? Hulkbuster, huh? I don't know whether to be flattered or terrified. Maybe we should get a closer look at one of these things. Hulkbuster? He doesn't really sound like a nerd. This Bruce Which Banner. Which one? <laughs> neither of them really sound like nerds. Well, neither of them, but Bruce Banner. I don't know. They, also, they, they sound like Lance Rockjaw, man of science. <laughs> <laughs> they do sound convincingly unconcerned. Hulkbuster? Ha! Ha, Hulkbuster. Whoa. I bet the Hulk can bust that. <laughs> up, 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 up. The government oh. has so much money to spend, we've built an uh -huh. anti-Hulk device. Yeah. Seriously, you can just swat it away with a lamppost and then hurl that lamppost like a javelin through the Hulk buster. <laughs> <laughs> but Hulk's not a murderer. <laughs> I, would, I would like to hear Bruce Banner describing what he's going to do in that way. <laughs> and then I will throw it like a javelin and it will pierce it. And then I will pull a fire hydrant out and redirect the water with my giant hands into someone's face such that they have to gurgle it. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. But I, I did love, like, you know, in later elements, like, I think prototype, it kept that this is sort of a dumb story but a really fun world element. But uh, it, it sort of, certain elements lost their magic. Like, you can hijack tanks in prototype, whereas in Hulk, you can grab the tank by the cannon tear off the top half of it, and then smash the lower half with the top half. Whee! That's pretty great. <laughs> Again, uh -huh. Bruce Banner describing what he's going to do. <laughs> I'm going to grab the tank by the, by the cannon and tear off the top half to mm -hmm. smash the lower half. And, uh, <laughs> that's, you, that's why they will not stop me. Can you give it to us in two words or less, Bruce? Hulk smash. <laughs> that's correct. Uh, there should have been a long sigh before that. Hulk smash. And then the audience goes wild. <laughs> but then he's like, it's it's ac it's actually a really complicated process. You can't just smash It things. takes a lot of strength Two to words. do this stuff. Do you guys even know the malleability level of reinforced steel? <laughs> Look, I'm Hulk punching gamma reinforced flesh into that. That's ridiculous. Hulk has to think about all this stuff. Mm -hmm. That's why he's spending so much time thinking about all that stuff that he doesn't have time for vocabulary. Or empathy. No. <laughs> empathy is actually a very high-level brain function. Yes. Oh, poor Hulk. <sighs> but speaking of Tim Roth, uh, Abomination was apparently in the game. If you become the Hulk, you'll kill yourself. <laughs> you can't break a man who's already broken, Blonsky. What if you get inside and you don't like what you find? Hmm. They're Pathos. talking about You wouldn't sex. like me inside my head. You wouldn't like me inside your butt. <laughs> well, he's he's sort of telling Blonsky, like, Hulk what if you get inside the Hulk and you don't like what you find? Like, you might find, like, I, I have mites up my ass or something. Mites, well, or several organs that aren't yeah, regular. Green stuff. Teeth. That makes me think of Old Man Logan, where all teeth. the Hulks eat people. Old Man Logan? Yeah. Yeah, Old Man Logan is pretty So good. Sweet. So good. Everybody go no read Old what Man you guys Logan. Are talking it's about. like a mini series about Wolverine, except okay. it's in the future. So far uh, in the, the future, Hulks he's are like old. Red hillbillies. And, and, <laughs> and Hawkeye is blind. Do they wear overalls? They do. Oh. He does. Yeah. And nice. they eat people. And, they, and there's uh, who's the skeleton of? Is it of Galactus? No. I don't remember. There's oh no, it's uh, it's Ant Man. There's oh, a shit, huge, yes. massive skeleton yes. of Ant Man. It's like a huge piece of like the environment, and it's uh, just did the like, Hulk eat him? Uh, no, he was too big to be eaten, I believe. Oh, okay. It's been a minute since I read it, but that was really. I just cool. imagine while, going after so him like good. piranhas, just a bunch of Hulk sleeping <laughs> on him. <laughs> like, no, See, that's what's it called? That's the when swarms too too strong. That's when Galactus gets eaten in uh, the zombies. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. Marvel Marvel zombies. Mm -hmm. Spoiler. 
for those who Fuck haven't you. read that from <laughs> eight years ago or whatever. Hey, comic you want to fight me? Fun. Come find me, nerds. I think the phrase is "come at me, bro." Yes, come at me, bro. Mm-hmm. I'll be in the gym with Henry, <laughs> waiting for you. Talking about the big game. <laughs> okay, I think that's about it for. Yeah, that's all I have for Incredible Hulk. Incredible Hulk. Number four. I'm the best there is at what I do. At least the people still living after I'm done doing it say that. Ugh, convoluted. Yeah, it's so complicated. I can't follow this plot. <laughs> Off, back to Gamefly that, with you. Yeah. <laughs> that is, of course, from X-Men Origins Wolverine. Which was a fun game. It had the rare distinction of actually being much better than the movie. Yes, like much to the point where the I I played it and and did so many horrific things where I'd like you know jump around grab people out of oh, choppers God, lift them so up into good. the rotor blades and and decapitate them so tear people apart with Wolverine's claws and it got me all pumped for the movie and then I went to the movie and it's like nothing even remotely that gross happens what the fuck this I isn't can't a movie this is a travesty people. he can't get shot in the stomach and then he's just got a big gaping hole in his stomach yeah. it's beautiful was, yeah, that it's was, beautiful you, you're getting shot by machine gun fire and you're like see his skeleton just like poking out like Half his torso's torn off, and it's his, just a rib his cage. His clothes get progressively more ripped uh-huh. up. You get to see his his lungs and shit, and through, his abs. Through his ribs, yeah. <laughs> 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 oh, you're just thinking about the clothes. I see. I see. You know, <laughs> it's all cool. As a Canadian, you're welcome. Uh, Thanks. Was it, who was the guy that died in the helicopter blades? Is it John Denver or somebody? Like uh, they got out of a helicopter uh, and like. That was the end what? of it. There was a celebrity. This is from back in, I think, the 60s or the 70s. I thought John Denver died in, like, a plane crash. Yeah, like that's, there was another person, though, where they got flew somewhere in a helicopter, and they got out and stepped up, and that was the end of them. Wow, it was, like, a famous musician up. or something, but I was trying to make a terrible joke when you were talking about throwing a man to the rotor, and I was like, ah. I can't believe that you would endorse killing dead celebrity. Nobody knows what I'm talking <laughs> about. Transition. Um, oh, it's that guy from the original uh, Night or Day of the Dead, Dawn of the Dead. Sure. God, I went through, like, four titles there. Um, but George Romero. You know, you've seen the original Dawn He's of the not Dead, dead. Right? <laughs> Zombie slowly walks into rotor blades and, like, gets the top half of his head sawn off, uh, and he, like, doesn't doesn't react. Uh, no. Anyway. Shrug. Shrug! <laughs> Hugh Jackman wasn't the only voice that they actually got from the movie. They That's also true. got someone we know very well yeah. to be in the movie. So are you going to keep me here until the tower collapses and kills us both? The thought occurred to me. Why didn't you kill me, Jimmy? The real reason. As much as I hate to admit it, we're brothers. Yeah, we are. And while you try to hide it, we're both animals. Chris Antista! Yeah, it's Chris Antista. How weird is that? I, I loved him in, oh, what was it? Uh, the Ten. He's Clear and Present in the Danger. Ten. Yo Noid. <laughs> yeah. Sure. Those three episodes of CSI? Uh-huh. I don't it's Salif it's Schreiber. Yeah, that's who it is. Yeah. As Sabretooth? Yeah. Yes. Yeah, see, I know my comic books. He was Sabretooth in the comics, too. Huh. Yeah, yeah, he was. It's you didn't crazy, know that? Right? Like, going back Lee to Schreiber the 60s. Lee Schreiber was Sabretooth uh-huh. in the comics. Yeah, wow, yeah. that's yeah. crazy. Dr- got, had to get dressed up in that ridiculous getup, put on the blonde wig. <laughs> no way. And then just, like, stand there while some dude drew him, like, every month. <laughs> <laughs> didn't you know that all, all panels in comics are done from live reference <laughs> material? They, uh, has to act uh, they are, they are. They just take photos, and then they put the photos into a computer. Yeah. And the computer draws the art. That's right. If you guys ever read a Kingdom Come, that was uh, actually the case. Mm. Thank you. 
And the uh, women, of course, are incredible contortionists to get their breasts and their ass they in are. every shot. Yeah. Yeah. It's amazing. At the same I time. I don't know how they do that. They hmm. get circus performers, actually, yeah. too. That's true. All yeah. those ones. Yep. Uh, <sighs> all right. But, yeah, they had. They didn't get uh, Ryan Reynolds No, to they play didn't. Deadpool. And they also didn't get the, well, the one person who does a really great Deadpool in every game, Nolan North. Yeah. Uh, the one person, slug. the person they got was just some super dull guy. So you know, I was a little bit glad when they took his mouth away. Yeah. Wait, is that you? Kayla, go save your sister. I'll take care of this. Well, you used to be more chatty than this. I guess you're not the merc with the mouth anymore. That's when he turns uh. into Barakapool. Because they literally took away his mouth. <laughs> literally took his Tell mouth. me, Mr. Deadpool, how can you speak if you have no mouth? How can you scream? It's like the Matrix yeah. and that one. Ah, yes, <laughs> yes. <laughs> I didn't catch the reference. <coughs> My Mr. Smith impersonation was terrible. Yeah. We'll go back it wasn't to very good. No. Ew. Workshop that a little I'll bit. I'll show Bring myself I'll be down a brainwash working on my Mr. Smith impersonation. <laughs> <laughs> Bring your MacBook. So yeah, that, that was the shittiest version of Deadpool in anything ever. Except for maybe the version yeah. in the movie. But that actually was slightly no, better he, because you, you had him in uh, Ryan, Ryan, bleh, bleh. You had him as Ryan Reynolds. You know what? Ryan Reynolds... I, I, like know. he's he's got just enough charm. I don't think he'd be a good Deadpool, but if if they're gonna cast him as Deadpool, I mean, it's like if they do him as the right Deadpool, where he's super ugly, forever yeah. ugly. Yeah, if they scar him up and they don't sell them, they they can't sell the movie on Ryan Reynolds' sex appeal like they did with Green Lantern. Well, he's yeah. been supplanted by Rygo, hasn't he? Rygo, who the Ryan fuck is Gosling? Ryan? God, guys. Oh, okay. I don't like him. He's is Ryan Gosling gonna be Deadpool? <laughs> no, God, yes, no. I what? I hope so. <laughs> He just stares <laughs> pensively. <laughs> Doesn't ever make with a joke. That, kind with of, that blank kind of face. Uh, smile. Yeah. He, he stomps a guy's head in, in an elevator. Yes, choose yeah, a toothpick. Yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. Just classic Deadpool, you know? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Where's you know, that scorpion Always jacket, quiet. Like Deadpool always does. Super quiet all the time. Dagger yeah. tattoo under his eye. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> Has an awkward romance with a, with a neighbor. Yeah. <laughs> Gosling is ridiculous. Like, he scares me. You, you say like the most extreme thing. I just killed your wife and child. Okay. Okay. Mm-hmm. I'm Ryan Gosling. So he's like an autistic noir okay, character. That's the best part about him. <laughs> it's like he's always watching a different movie in his head than the one he's. <laughs> he's just thinking about something else. That's really accurate. <laughs> he's, he's watching the Star Wars trilogy in his head. He's just like, no, Luke is just okay. <laughs> No, oh, Qui-Gon, don't do it. It's his father. Oh. I, I like to think, <laughs> so good. I love it. I like to think that in Drive, he didn't actually know he was in a movie. <laughs> yeah. I'm pretty sure he didn't. He, just, he thought he was actually killing those people. Yeah, they're just like, okay, let's, let's just see what he does. <laughs> he was just a hobo that grabbed off the screen. It's like the Truman Show. Right? He's the only one who doesn't realize he's on camera. <laughs> in every movie, though. Yeah. Even when he's in costume. Oh, no, you didn't actually kill that guy. You're not strong enough to. <laughs> no. Those are all muscles for show. <laughs> so anyway, Wolverine. Was, <laughs> right, Wolverine. By, by Raven uh, Software. It just did an, just a fucking bang-up job of making this a dismemberment-filled God of War clone. They make some great superhero games. Yeah. We'll get a little into that later. And so. they, they made a great one here. Yes, they did. 
And they also added this kind of like weird framing device that was never really explained. I thought it might be explained in the movie, but it wasn't. And yeah. it's like he's he's in like some sort of desolate future and being chased by hunter robots. Well, by the sentinels are all around, okay. and then and then uh, somebody's going to correct me on that. I'm sure you but do fight a lot of giant know. robots in this game. You fight a lot of giant robots awesome. that are early versions of sentinels, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and then the whole like beginning and end of the game are this like Michael said, this desolate future where you're just seeing him killing a bunch of soldiers, and and then. He looks out into this vast wasteland where sentinels are just wandering around, destroying everything. Huh. It's fun stuff. Imagine Brett and Henry are just going to be pulling their hair out. Oh, yeah. oh, totally. almost. Oh, totally. no, you fucking idiot. You're so wrong. This is what it was. <laughs> that's, that's, what, uh, that's, what, that's what they get for not coming on the show. Oh, talk, talk to me about Invincible, and we can argue about that. <laughs> but uh, Wolverine, As soon as know. they make an Invincible game, we can. No, I don't. All right, we got, some, we got some more clips from oh, the, yes. the future bits. Yeah. I've always been Wolverine. And I've always been alone. I'll probably be alone till the day I die. Huh. But that day ain't here yet. Bub, bub. Say bub, That day ain't here yet, bub. <laughs> if you listen closely there, you can kind of hear a little bit of his, his Australian accent reading through... <laughs> From the movie uh, Australia. <laughs> that is the motto of every Canadian. What did you say? They're I've always been alone. Speaking of so alone. Speaking of Australian accent, there was this very strange cartoon that came out around. Uh, it was after I believe the original X Men cartoon came out, where Wolverine had some sort of. Australian oh, or Scottish God, accent. Yeah. He had Do you an Australian that? accent. And his costume was like orange and pink. It was so uh-huh. weird. It was uh, the Pride of the X-Men. It was a show all about Kitty Pride. Oh, weird. It was so weird. Yeah, but like they, they really played up the Australian angle for some reason. Yeah, he was... It, he, he like called people dingo instead of bub. <laughs> yes, yes. Which I'm pretty sure real Australians don't call anybody no. dingo. A dingo well, he's a Canadian. A baby. <laughs> Remember when that dingo ruined my hockey game? Oh, <laughs> Dingo. <laughs> Yeah, a was, dingo on the ice, it, eh? We can't have that. It was embarrassing. And the only thing I can think of is it like, it came out like what, in the early 90s, late yeah, 80s? Yeah, When like America had this weird fixation with Australia, which yes. I think was thanks to the Crocodile <laughs> Dundee mm-hmm. movies. Yep. Oh, Yahoo Croc- Serious, uh, uh-huh. Australian Toaster Biscuits. Yep. And everybody uh, was always going around going, good day, mate. And I was like, God damn it, shut the fuck up, you fucking moron. I was nine at the time. <laughs> yeah. Wow. That's really rude. I yeah. learned swears just to yell at those people. <laughs> you were a salty nine-year-old. I was. I was. With a beard and everything. <laughs> yeah. you I'll know, just fill in that, that piece of imagination in, fact, in your, the listeners' minds. Your beard was bigger. It was. It was. Yeah. And no offense to our. I hadn't gone through puberty yet. <laughs> no offense to our Australian listeners, but uh, Australia is one of uh, my most hated countries on on the planet. Because they have giant spiders there. No, because of the people. And- Exclusively the people. <laughs> oh, I really? hate Australia. No offense culture. to you, but I hate you yes. because of your nationality. I, you should move out of that country as soon as you can. I know that we have some <laughs> New Zealand listener, or at least one listener from New Zealand. Well, New I, Zealanders. I don't know what alienate the few listeners we have, Mike. <laughs> hey, but, uh, everybody else thinks you're fine. I just think you fucking suck. <laughs> Australia <laughs> freaks me out because they have. 
have giant spiders. Their country is always on fire, and the entire place is full of rabbits. I was actually afraid. It's always on fire? Yeah, it's always on fire. My aunt bought me this book. It was a, you know, Dorsley and Kindersley? I didn't know that. That company? I just assume it's on fire all the time, because every time I hear about Australia, it's giant fire. Dorsling, Kindling, whatever. It's like, it's the children's books, whatever. My aunt bought me this book, and it was the world's most poisonous or dangerous animals. It was like just a collection of horrible, like... This one's poison. It'll kill you in three seconds with no hope of arrival. And like half, all half of the book is yes. just pictures of the Australian landmass. Essentially, the yes. There was a Sydney de- Opera House right there. It was like, wow. <laughs> the <laughs> also, ten most deadly spiders in the world. This one lives in the Opera House. Yes. <laughs> Occasionally, it kills one of the performers. The Opera House is covered in tree frog poison. And <laughs> you even so much as look at it, you're dead. <laughs> the ten most deadly spiders in the world live in Australia or are native to Australia. So, yeah. Also, it's a continent place. or country, just pick one. Come on. What the hell? You know, the 10 most racist people live in Australia, too. (laughs) I don't think that's true. (laughs) Have you ever been to America? (laughs) Ask him about aboriginals. See how they respond. I don't wanna. Aborigines. They just call them abos. Don't worry about it. I think second abos. (laughs) Are you sure they don't just hate ABBA in Australia? (laughs) (laughs) This is all one big misunderstanding. Oh, my God. (laughs) They just can't say ABBA. They say abos. (laughs) Oh, oh wait, we oh, wait, have uh, comic books. So yeah, games. X-Men Racism Wolverine. Yeah, well, I just have one more to take us out of this okay. and straight into the next one. Cause, Let's yeah. hear it. You sure as hell didn't work out like we planned, but that doesn't mean giving up. This world may be broken, but I've got just the tools to fix it. Sometimes you eat the bar, and sometimes the bar eats you. <laughs> Actually, Sam Elliott. <laughs> Moving on. <laughs> Moving on. Number three. Thor, take care of those gunships. Spider-Man, draw them towards the stern. Sure thing. I just love being a target. Wolverine, you do it, Boy Scout. I don't take orders from you. But I'll go do what you ask. He's so crotchety. <laughs> but I'll be a voice actor in any game. <laughs> oh, Seed Bloom. You're the best. Yeah. I'm the negotiator. Don't tell me what to do, brub. <laughs> brub. Brub. What? Bub-rub. Bub-rub. Woo-woo. <laughs> the oh. whistles go woo. <laughs> right. This is, a, this is Ultimate Alliance. Another yeah. Marvel, Marvel Ultimate, Ultimate Alliance. Alliance. Another Raven Suffering. Mwa. Mwa. Mm-hmm. Mwa. This is the only one I haven't played. Really? Yeah. Well, one I, or two? Uh, I might have played it for five minutes. No, I don't think I've ever really played it. Huh. I, I definitely played this one. They were very fun. Um, and uh, I don't. One of the other ones that we that I thought of after we made this list was um, the X Men Legends games. Yes, those, those were well. so good, and they're actually basically the same game. So if you really yeah. enjoyed Ultimate Alliance, I highly recommend the X Men Legends games. If you want to play the same thing again, if yeah. you want to play the same thing again with different stories and different characters, those games are fun though. Like. Mm. They definitely hit that niche where it's like, I have a stoner roommate who plays video games, but it's not like me where it's like, man, aren't you excited to play this 700-hour JRPG? And he's like, absolutely not. I'm going to play Skate 3 five <laughs> years after it was released. It's like, okay, fine. Cool. I've got it for like five bucks at GameStop. No, like he played Duke Nukem all the way th- forever, all the way through, mm-hmm. and still, still to this day yeah. plays the multiplayer. He played Duke Nukem forever. Uh, if you will. Uh, if you will. Uh, 
But no, oh. those games are really good because they were just a perfect blend of just pick up and play, and it was just like, yeah, and it was good multiplayer too because it was just that, like local, sit down, it's fine. That same thing, four four player, drop in, drop out, mm-hmm. uh, RPG style, so you can upgrade your skills and all that, all that mm-hmm. fun stuff. And it's it was just a lot of fun to sit down and play. I had yeah, such a great time with time. it. Yeah, and then it has just enough little RPG elements to make it seem like I'm making tactical decisions. Yeah, yeah. When all you do is just mash X like relentlessly. Ah. <laughs> well, you know, I have all these special powers and I can fly and. Pew pew. Gam's <laughs> uh, Gam's Yarnalise can talk about like, oh, these different characters add a strategic element to the battle, so you'll have to figure out who to, to bring the, the complementary powers. To be fair, but they can't say that because I'm giving them a swirly the whole time. That's so true. They can there, say there were, all, all of them at the same time. Right. There were areas of big of those games where having a certain type of character was handy. Uh, I I remember especially in the first x-men legends there are some areas where you need people who can create like there's one part where you need to have yeah someone who can create an ice bridge to to get to another side or a bridge like cyclops sort. with his special ability yes. to create ice bridge. create ice bridge <laughs> <laughs> no uh, i mean there were there were areas where it was handy to have one type of character over another but, you know, a lot of different characters were, you know, equally represented in this and, yeah. and got a lot of their personality in the game. Mm-hmm. Like Spider-Man, for example. We'll take it on foot and bring in Bravo Team once we hit checkpoint three. On foot. You're kidding, right? Do you have any idea how little arch support I get in this outfit? Put a sock in it, webhead. Our socks make it worse, actually. Oh, Spider-Man, you're so cute. Shut up, nerd. What so is cute. <laughs> His little booties. We'll bring in Bravo Team when we hit checkpoint three. Like, you could not think of any more generic (laughs) video game shooter thing to say. (laughs) There were 100 Uh, monkeys writing game dialogue (laughs) in a typewriter. (laughs) That was what came out. (laughs) Um, But that actually, that quote, or that that clip was from Ultimate Alliance 2, which was based around the Civil War arc of of the Marvel storyline. And uh, as a lot of people know, that was a time that where it was superhero against superhero. All these different people were mm-hmm. pitted against each other. Like Iron Man and Captain America specifically were on two separate sides fighting against each other. And you got to hear them argue. Cap, please. You know how hard I tried to fight this. But that was before Stamford. The public doesn't want secret identities anymore. Registration is the only way to make them feel safe when we're around. And that is right before Cap shocks the crap out of Iron Man. That's that's Robert Downey Jr., by the way, everybody. <laughs> Robert Downey Jr. That's <laughs> not. They didn't get his voice for that. I um, know. Bobbert Downey Sr. <laughs> Bobbert Downey Sr. <laughs> but yeah, the that second needs to game... be a character now. <laughs> the second game added a lot of stuff that wasn't in the first game that I really enjoyed. Like, there were, uh, there were fusion attacks that you could do to, to get your teammates to work together. So, you know... Wolverine and Iron Man have a special attack where Wolverine would cross his claws and Iron Man would shoot at them and they would rotate and shoot light oh, yeah, all was, over the place. That was kind of cool. Yeah, it was very cool. Hmm. That hurt. But it worked. No pain, no gain, my boy. I ain't your boy, Stark. Wolverine yeah, does true. not get along with anybody. It's very offensive to call Canadians boy. It is, <laughs> yeah. actually. Is it? Yeah. yeah. It's very rude when you engage Logan at any level. Yeah. <laughs> he'll be, he'll if be you angry. talk to him. He does not, he does not appreciate being That's the thing. He's not, he's not being rude. You are being rude to him. That's right. <laughs> Canadians don't like to be looked in the eye or spoken to. You need to appreciate his uh, cultural differences, which is why, Excuse Mike, me. I will not look Tyler in the eye or address him directly. So could you please... 
tell him to stop staring at me. Tyler. Hey, Guys, Tyler. There's way too Tyler, much eye contact. Look at me. Right Tyler. <laughs> Tyler, look in my eyes. Look at... And you're being rude. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> at least I'm not Spider-Man, and I'm not going to, like, jump in with some bullshit snark being a little bitch all the time. Hey. <laughs> Fuck off. Hey, <laughs> Damn it. I was oh, trying. Oh, you were, you were so I was close. T- actually, no. I think I've sworn, I've sworn a lot. Uh. But I was trying not to. I was really, really trying not to swear you this just, whole episode. And resist. I don't think that I made it at all. Yeah. What, what was it? Somebody on iTunes called you unladylike? Or well, somebody said it's not somebody pretty on when girls swear? <laughs> it's not pretty when girls swear. No, somebody on iTunes said that I swear too much. And it sounds like I'm just trying to keep up with the boys. I will, I will inform <laughs> you. Uh, I spend a lot of time with Anne. Um, <laughs> I can't keep up with her. Uh, as yeah. far as Swearing is how I express myself. Fucking damn it! No. Every, every other I, word I am, in normal conversation with you is fucking, and so I think you're. If anything, you're showing a lot of restraint on I'm, the podcast. I'm really working. If on anything, it, guys. the boys feel very uncomfortable by the vulgarity <laughs> coming from the other side of the table over here. Uh-huh. You know what? I look, just, I just to, wanted this to be a clean podcast. I stick to the basics, so at least I'm not getting fancy with my swearing. Fancy <laughs> the only one I know that frequently uses the word shit grease. Not a word I hear anyway. <laughs> <laughs> Shit, no, I don't use that, but now I'm going to. <laughs> uh, uh, what else do we have? The arch support this? on these oh. me. me. I'm spamming. I don't like her. I'm so clever. He's not used to walking because he can just flip around. Flip, 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 Yeah, he's I'm basically Toby like, why are I getting ahead flip, of flip, myself? <laughs> I'm from New York. Ew. Ew. Oh, New Jersey. Oh, Ew. take me back to Manhattan. I'm from Queens. That's how you know I'm real. <laughs> All right, let's shit talk uh, every borough before we're done here. <laughs> oh, Brooklyn, so hip. <laughs> All right. I don't know uh, enough about New York. I only uh, know what I hear on How I Met Your Mother. Don't worry, we have no New York listeners. They're too cool. They yeah. are too cool for us. That's mm-hmm. true. They're probably drinking craft beer. Yeah, Williamsburg, so 2005. <laughs> Why is Long Island so long? I have to walk across <laughs> it. <laughs> what do you mean I can't take the subway to LA? <laughs> Oh man! Uh, all right, oh, we're sorry. We're sorry. Um, but yeah, the Civil War business. Um, oh yeah, it. We're gonna spoil a somewhat old game here. You but know what? Ultimate On Alliance you. Two. Like those of you who were not living under rocks when Civil War resolved, will remember that hey, it the rent ended. was cheap. That's true. That's true. It was. <laughs> But uh, no, no, no cable, so you wouldn't have heard, for example, that Captain America was shot at the end of Civil War. Yes. On the steps of City Hall, Captain America was shot and died, but, you know, he's back, so whatever. Yeah. Uh, anyway, they did not end Ultimate Alliance 2 that way. In the end, they get along, everything is fine, uh-huh. the world is going to be okay. It's the Saturday morning version of Civil War, basically. Yeah, pretty much. I know you'll put it right. Get things back to where they used to be. I'm not sure things will ever be quite the same as they used to be. No. But that doesn't mean they can't be good again. That's three men who all kind of sound similar. But anyway, the first voice you hear is Nick Fury, who... Spoiler, I guess. If you don't want to hear this, skip ahead 30 seconds. Mm -hmm. Nick Fury is the last boss in the game, but he's been brainwashed and he's all crazy. So that's him post-brainwashing. He's sort of back to normal. He's talking to... 
Iron Man and Captain America who then walk away and they're like, we will fix the world and try and bring it back to being an okay place to live for humans yeah. and superhumans. It'll be okay because it's filled with people with amazing superpowers who could probably fix everything Whee! with the drop of a hat. But you can't do that because then, you know, people will realize they're in the Matrix and they'll wake up. <laughs> and <laughs> and they no won't be delicious. suitable fuel sources for the robots. And you yeah, have to so. realize that steak is not real. Mm-hmm. It tastes real. Yeah. It's not. It's not. It's, it's Joe, just Joe it's Pantaleone. Just, it's not real. No, no, Joe, Joey Pants. <laughs> Joey kind of disappeared after getting decapitated on Sopranos. Uh, oh, spoiler for spoiler! Sopranos, which I haven't watched at all. Oh, all right. well. Anyway, what were we talking about? X-Men. Civil uh, War. Yeah, oh. Mar- Marvel Ultimate Alliance. Marvel Ultimate Alliance. Number. So they wrap it up, uh, <laughs> sorry, they wrap it up yeah. in a cheesy fashion in the game. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, okay. Everything's okay. Number two. With great power comes great responsibility. No matter how much I might wish things were different, there's only one Spider-Man. God, Tobey Maguire, I hate you so much. <laughs> anyway, this isn't necessarily all about Spider-Man 2, which was where that quote was yeah. from. Actually, there was way more inflection in my voice doing <laughs> making fun of him than there was in his voice doing God, Spider-Man. He literally phoned it in in Spider-Man 2, but Spider-Man 2 is not necessarily the focus. Wait, he literally entry. he literally like recorded his dialogue on the phone. It did sound that way. <laughs> that would be great. <laughs> like there the was nobody there was nobody it. directing him. I think they just gave him a sheet of lines and he just read them off into a phone. And then, like, there was somebody else on the other side just with, a like, an antiquated reel-to-reel tape recorder. <laughs> See, my, my argument, though, is that Andrew Garfield's even worse, despite the fact he's personally infinitely more passionate about playing Spider-Man. Really? I, thought I Andrew like Garfield Andrew Garfield so much more than I like Tobey Maguire right. as a person. I thought he was I, a better Spider-Man, personally, but... Okay. Yeah, and, and not, not a mean, better movie. But, no, not yeah, a better movie, no. but uh, you want to fight about it? Yes. yes. No, I really yes, want to actually, fight about it. Let's fight. This Spider-Man 3 made me want to vomit blood and tears. I um, really like parts of that movie. Really? It's hilarious. Okay, that's true. There was the dancing scene. The hilarious. dancing scene. My favorite scene still is James Franco. How's the pie? So good. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, we all wish James Franco played every character in every that's movie. That's true. That is true. Yeah, yeah. Unequivocally true. Yeah. yeah. Um, that guy's a huge idiot, by the way. The Spider-Man 3 game was <laughs> or, also terrible. Or genius with like five million degrees. So, so we're not including it um, okay. in this countdown. Uh, we're yeah. mainly focusing on Spider-Man 2, mm-hmm. uh, Ultimate Spider-Man. Yes. And Spider-Man Web of Shadows with an honorable call-out to uh, Shattered, Shattered Dimensions. Dimensions. Which was a fun game if you just don't pay any attention to Spider-Man 2099 because I hate him. Yeah. I, I hated those levels, but the rest of yeah. that game was fine. The noir levels were very, uh, very Arkham Asylum ripoffy. Mm-hmm. They were fun enough, and uh, Amazing Spider-Man was really fun, and Ultimate Spider-Man was pretty fun. Yeah, but, but yeah, so I think Ultimate Spider-Man. Yeah, Ultimate's your favorite. So yeah, let's start Ultimate there. Spider-Man was my favorite on this list, so we'll start there. I don't know what the suit had become or what it had done to me, but I have super spider powers and I couldn't control it, so I don't think anyone could ever hope to. But when Eddie found out what I had done. Who I really was? Well, he was pretty angry. Just noticing the music there for the first time, it's just like... Like, each, each time it's like a dramatic reveal, and they just like, oh no, it's gone on too long. Restart it. Well, there's a bunch of stuff going on in the background. Ah. Is this so it's like he's, he's staying, well, he's saying things, noises. and there's 
there are things happening in the background. But yeah, the, the Ultimate Spider-Man was pretty cool. Like it came out after Spider-Man. Too. Yeah, it came out pretty cool. Exactly. I remember feeling like it was a little bit of a step back, but it did add playable Venom and it added a bunch of black suit powers and mm-hmm. uh, it did a much better job of representing the black suit, I think, than Spider-Man 3 did. And it was cell shaded so it looked really cool it did it it had a much more comic book look to it than i think spider-man 2 did they were both you know open new york you could swing around do whatever Mm -hmm. you wanted uh i think that ultimate spider-man had less as far as side missions went like you could do a lot more outside of the main story in Mm -hmm. spider-man 2 yeah but um i want to say ultimate spider-man also like included brooklyn like it was it wasn't just Manhattan. Like you could swing across the river and you could go to a few places, but there was mm-hmm. also you could. There was a separate place in Spider-Man Two. You could go. Couldn't it's you go New to New Jersey? Yeah, but you try to swing over, and he goes, "Oh, it smells too bad over here," <laughs> and then he would automatically turn back. Also, no, I hope Brooklyn like was a, a bullet point on the box. Brooklyn. <laughs> also, Brooklyn. Uh, maybe I'm thinking of something else, but there was like a slightly secret island. Not secret, but there's. Governor's Island or something like that in Probably. Spider-Man Two. I, yeah. I don't remember. Anyway, is there is the final boss. I really. <laughs> I think. Well, you, I think you could go out to like the Statue of Liberty. You could go out to Ellis Island. Oh yeah, yeah. Liberty Island, whatever it is. I guess those are separate. I don't know. Yeah, Ellis Island and Liberty Island. Are Which one has the dumb French statue or on it? Whatever island. Which one is on? Frenchy Island, Frog uh, Island. I sent a postcard from the. There's a post office on Liberty Island, and if you uh-huh. send. Mail from there, you get the stamp on it from that post office. Liberty Island. I thought that was kind of cool. Yeah, you should send it to yourself and like collect the stamps from uh, yeah from uh, post yeah. offices, and then I can you know kiss, kiss the chance of ever ha- exactly. <laughs> yes, yeah. You can while Better. away the years of your retirement <laughs> yes. in perfect boredom. Yes, every day opening that shoebox and pulling out that stamp. Oh, I remember Liberty Island. No, wait, I don't. <laughs> I wish I had a wife. <laughs> Too bad it's all irradiated now. If only I tried to make more connections with other human beings. <laughs> I don't know where you got this Irish accent in your old age. Ha cha cha cha. Ha cha 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 cha. Liberty. <laughs> oh, video games. Yeah. Oh, man. But, but no, I just stayed indoors all day and updated the Pong with you. <laughs> <laughs> There's so much to write about. Are there any Easter eggs in Pong that you can tell us about? Uh, Am I fictional Irish future me that yeah. collects stamps and is alone? Well, no. Has Mike, edited the Pong wiki. Yeah. Mike Grimm. Let me tell you. If you push the game mode switch on the twenty six hundred up and down six times, your paddle gets smaller. One time, lad. Let me tell you. I bought a fucking power supply for the system. It was twenty six hundred amps, which is the European version. I put it in the fucking American one, and you didn't believe it, but the fucking game totally changed, and there was two balls instead of one. <laughs> <laughs> That's all. Uh, I roll. <laughs> oh. that was good uh, I was I was referencing your work at Wiki. Uh, I work at Wiki, I guess. That Come you troll might- me. Hey, <laughs> hey, Tdar. Tdar does have a Wiki there, which is funny. That's true. I'm yes. actively positioning or petitioning to get it deleted. Ma- so. Oh, you'll <laughs> break Aww. Turbo's heart. He's, he's poured so much work into that. He specifically he really asked has. me not to delete it, and you know, <laughs> wow. okay, I won't. All right, fine. I'll personally edit myself and put a. I'll Photoshop my body onto like Fabio, and that'll be my profile pic. Yeah, I think. I think Ultimate Spider-Man. Going back to the actual topic, oh, yeah. <laughs> what is uh, <laughs> Ultimate Spider-Man is notable because it has uh, probably the most likable Mary Jane of any of these games. 
Hey, you remember the big rhinoceros-looking guy? You're gonna have to be more specific. He's like on the loose. Oh man, the trick finals next period. Ten minutes there, kick the rhino guy in the ding ding, and ten minutes to get back. You can do that with your mask on backwards. I just like that she says the ding ding. Ding ding. <laughs> I want that sample, that audio clip. Kick the rhino guy in his ding ding. <laughs> um. Uh, I remember when this game came out, there was some confusion as to where it fit in the canon. Uh, I know, sigh. Well, I thought I shoved you all in the lockers. It's Ultimate Spider-Man. It's but, Ultimate Spider-Man, which is but removed a lot from of, the canon. Number one, a lot of stuff wasn't really covered in Ultimate Spider-Man. Like it, this is supposed to take place a little bit after the Venom arc of Ultimate Spider-Man, but then they actually filled in a lot of the blanks left by this game, like a lot of the stuff that wasn't really explained in the comics, in an arc that didn't appear until 2009, like five years after the game came out called War of the Symbiotes. Huh. So I recommend going and reading that. It's pretty cool. After Venom, most Garnage, people had forgotten the game. After everybody in the world but me had forgotten the game, that, that story came out. And it's just, you know, it's pretty interesting. Yeah, it's, Venom, it's pretty interesting. Oh, cool. um, we also have some stuff from Spider-Man 2. Oh, yeah. Do you want to set this one up? Uh, yeah, it's Tobey Maguire being awful. This is my story. It's the usual thing. Boy meets girl. Boy loses girl. Boy meets another girl. Oh, but I'm getting ahead of myself. He never changes the way he... Oh, no. but uh, no. I'm oh, getting hey. ahead of myself. Hey, Dr. Octopus. How are you doing today? I'm Spider-Man. Boy meets girl. I hate Boy you, Boy uses Maguire. shit grease on girl. <laughs> girl leaves Spider-Man forever. I mean, Because Boy. he said the word shit grease. <laughs> Peter Parker writes column about Spider-Man saying, and then they, Jonah Jameson got upset that I, I mean Spider-Man, was doing this. Uh, uh, anyway, um, but yeah, the one thing I wanted to point out, he mentions, uh, you know, boy meets girl, boy loses girl, boy meets other girl. Over the course of Spider-Man 2, like, I think the most memorable things in that game are things that had nothing to do with the movie, just content mm. that was invented for the game. And yeah. one of those things was they introduced Black Cat. I love Black Cat. Who was not in the movies, and uh, but was like, the whole relationship arc with her was so much more interesting and believable and rewarding yeah. that it was a genuine disappointment where it's like, uh, canon dictates I go back to Mary Jane Mary now. Jane. Wait, did he upside down kiss her though? Because, bro. Oh, no, he should have. bro. But, bro, Christian Dunst, <laughs> yo. Although you okay, Dunst. No one can see the vacant look on your face. Yeah, that was a part of the joke. Uh, she was just, like, she was... Even worse than Tobey Maguire. Yeah. I, yeah. I kind of wish we captured some universally of her. terrible. Yeah. <sighs> but she was like, if he was phoning it in, she was like, like somebody woke her up at 3 a.m. and she was just sort of holding the phone up to her <laughs> face, like, <laughs> oh, oh, but Spider Man. Uh, but I like Sam Raimi. Yeah, Sam Raimi's fantastic. No, the, the first two movies were great. Uh, I like the third one as like the massivest piece of fuck off cinema oh with a huge God, budget I've ever so seen. Bad. Where everyone is like, "Fuck this!" That work with it. it <laughs> that's what makes it amazing to me. Like, yeah. there's so many scenes where it's just like he has gone back to like uh, Army of Darkness level shit, where it's <laughs> except now he has millions of dollars to make it work. Yeah, oh he's like God. Peter Jackson without the with with restraint. I should say. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
he yeah, should have made uh, Spider-Man three uh, four movies. <laughs> maybe maybe Spider-Man. Yeah, maybe Spider-Man three is one of those that you have to like go back and watch again. And like when once you know what to expect, it's like, oh my god, this is a brilliant comedy. Why didn't I see it the first time? Yeah, maybe that's how I feel. They about shoved it. too much into that movie. Like, yeah, they really did. Oh, it was three big villains in it that could have. Yeah. Probably each had their no. own. Well, maybe that movie maybe was less a, so Sandman. It was objectively movie, garbage. Oh yeah, yeah. no yeah. doubt. It was, it was terrible, terrible, terrible Spider-Man. Terrible, terrible. Worst casting for Venom you could ever do. Worst I don't casting even, for everybody. I don't even mind Topher. Topher Grace. Topher. What if his name was Gopher Trace? <laughs> <laughs> That's like the coolest superhero name. Yeah. Uh, we found a trace of Gopher in the lawn, man. Like, oh, it's a it's a Topher Grace turd. God damn it. <laughs> Just Shield Special Agent Gopher Trace. <laughs> Computer hacker and underground mammal. Uh, Gordon Gopher Trace. <laughs> I love it. I think Dude, we've got a series on our hands. Gopher there. Trace. It's going to be the new Q for James Bond. <laughs> so yeah, and the other the other really memorable thing that everybody who's played through Spider-Man Two remembers is, of course, the Mysterio boss fight. I don't think we have audio of it, but um, it no, is it is a sight to behold because you have spent most of the game. Uh, like every so often you get in a fight with Mysterio and he just like busts out these enormous expensive looking like special effects to defeat you and they're all like super difficult and require all this ridiculous precision to get through and then uh, you finally meet him at trying to knock over a convenience store where Peter Parker goes to like buy some film or something and he like just turns around and like menaces Spider-Man and his his health meter shows up and it like charges up five times and you're like all right this is going to be a really tough fight and you stand there and he just sort of like stands there at the register like waving his arms and screaming at you and not doing anything and you just run up and you punch him once and that's the end of the fight one punch <laughs> it's it's one so great punch. that is funny yeah it's it's hilarious it was the best moment in the game oh, other than the black so cat good. romance which i feel creepy saying <laughs> There's, um, was the Hulk game for SNES or Genesis, but the last boss is Brainiac? What? Yes. Or, no, who's the green-headed guy with the big head? Oh, the the master? Yeah, yeah, that guy. He's the last boss, and you kill him in one punch, too. He's, like, standing by a cliff, and he just stands there and does nothing. And he's the last boss, and you just walk up and crouch and punch him, and he falls off the cliff and dies. (laughs) (laughs) Wow, okay. Trust me on this one, guys. I swear I'm not making it. All right. No, dropping the knowledge. Mm Mm-hmm. Do we have any anything else? I think we've got some web of shadows. Yeah, we have some web of shadow stuff. What has become of my city? What has become of its heroes? Its villains? How do I turn back the darkness? Without losing myself to it. That one was just a little bit darker than I think we're used yeah. to seeing for Spider-Man uh, games. I don't think the game overall was well, that dark, but it had, no, 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 it no. had some weird moments. But guys. it had some weird morose moments it that had never music. really mm-hmm. appeared. Because, well, that, that's when we're like, the, the city as you're playing, mm-hmm. uh, it, it gradually kind of goes <clears throat> from a normal state to like a weird infested state because there's yeah. like an invasion of symbiotes and they take over all these civilians. So like Peter Parker has to, you know, fight all these people who look like civilians but are actually crazy symbiotes and like he's throwing them off of the roofs of skyscrapers and everybody's thinking like spider-man's a murderer get him they and, always think spider-man is up yeah. to no good so the the uh city turns against you but it was a really cool version of like not the movie version of manhattan but marvel's version of manhattan like you're swinging around and like you can 
There's the tower of uh, was that that guy like the Sentinel or the Sentry, the the super powerful guy. Sentry. Sentry, yeah. <clears throat> and he, Sentry Tower is there. You can swing around on it. Um, <laughs> and uh, yeah, it was it was just a really good game. But I think a standout moment for me was when you meet Wolverine because this is set in the comic universe, not the movie universe. And he challenges you to a trivia off. What are your parents' names? Where did you first wear the black suit? Who declined joining the new Avengers? Did we track in Berlin? Wow. <laughs> so is, is that uh, David Hayter? That's Steve Blum. Steve, uh. He does Wolverine's voice in everything except for the Wolverine game. Okay. Yeah. But that, that's sort of a weird fight because you are fighting him normally and then he'll like, you get his, him down to a certain level on his health bar and he'll take a breather, jump onto a wall and ask you one of these questions. <laughs> and then like these big multiple choice buttons pop up. So it's like, yes, you are winning this fight through trivia. It's like quiz and dragging Marvel nerd. <laughs> oh, I knew yeah, all the this, answers This to battle those. is tailor made for Henry and Brett. And I guess Anne. <laughs> I'm like, I don't know. But like, you know, an average person like me who just likes Spider-Man games, like, who didn't join the new Avengers? I don't know. The hell are the new Avengers? Daredevil, yo. Yep. Yep. That is the right answer. Daredevil. <sighs> <laughs> no one at home could see my head, Bob, but it was good. It was a good one. Yeah. No, I like Very it. triumphant. <laughs> Thanks. No. We should move on. Yeah, we should. We're almost at an hour. Oh, oh shit. Good evening, Arkham Asylum. Tonight, we will all watch Batman die. I really think that this one we could probably just speed through because everybody knows yeah. why it's the best superhero game. And it's not just Arkham Asylum. We should clarify, because we cheated in the last couple entries, we're cheating well, yeah. in this one and awarding it to both Arkham Asylum and Arkham City because yeah, well, I don't think you series. can really have one without the other. Same series. Let me uh, just... Make my okay. protest known. All right. Okay. There's no Ultimate Marvel vs. Capcom 3 on this. Nope. Yeah. We we actually did mention that. Well, we we talked about it. We and, talked about it. Uh, it's you not, decided it's not a true superhero game. Well, it's not a true I decided you guys are fucking idiots. So. <laughs> in my mind, it's not a true superhero game because it's got all those other characters in it. Will you true. second my Arkham Aside Dumb and Arkham Shitty? I agree with the puns, but both the games are good. Oh, They're yeah, so they are, good. They I agree with good. you in theory. They're so good, guys. And, I mean, honestly, everybody knows why they're on this list. Everybody's played them at this point. They're great. I didn't yeah. I didn't put any clips that are at all spoilery for the ends I, of the game. If you've not played this game yet, go kill yourself. Okay. One, go kill yourself. One, go kill yourself. Go kill yourself. Tyler, wait. Wait, don't, because... I gotta go kill myself. Don't do that. <laughs> why not? Um... But, uh, but yeah, I didn't put anything that might be at all spoilery. So if you haven't finished these games, don't worry. I won't ruin anything for no. you. But, uh, God, these games are so good, guys. They I, really are. I did run some benchmarks with Arkham City. Is that... Uh I no. gotta say, I, I did play Arkham City on PC, and uh, mm. it really taxed my system, and it ran poorly. Did you uh, did you get that physics going on, on there? The, I think uh, that was the issue. I played it on a Mac Mini and it ran great. <laughs> 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 I played it on 360 before uh, that, of course, which is basically a Mac Mini. <laughs> <laughs> oh, sick burn console gamers! <laughs> this will be audible yeah. over the mic. Uh, <laughs> uh, those were his middle fingers. Yes, yes, both of them. Twin birds. <laughs> he just did Anne's head, Bob. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, now we're all doing it and no one can hear this that. This is what Vine is for, guys. 
we should start a vine. As channel. if it's for something. <laughs> <laughs> Other than porn. It's not for anything. It's six seconds. Ah, Combat times. was great. The stall sections where you're sitting on gargoyle heads are great. Goddamn, yeah. so good, guys. The Texas stuff was great. The puzzles with the Riddler stuff, that was one of the best like collectible mm-hmm. side things I think I've ever seen in a video game. Scaring Dudes is great. Scaring Dudes is great. I just love, you got your uh, nerdy-ass Mass Effect lore shit that you can read into. Mm-hmm. That yep. was also great oh, as yeah. a guy that doesn't know a whole all lot the side about care, All the stuff with Hush in, the, in, in City, yep. so good. Go read Hush, guys, please. So good. Like, going in, I, I, I kind of expected it, like, the first game to be based a little more on Arkham Asylum, the book, mm-hmm. which is really, really, like, I think that's the most fucked up Batman's ever so been. And then it's up. like, oh, here's Manny Zeus, and he's, like, been painting on the walls with his own shit, and he's throwing <laughs> his own shit at Batman. Yeah. And everything's really squalid, and everybody's filthy, and shit grease. Mm-hmm. Shit grease everywhere. Yeah, there, was, there was a bit of that, like, when you're kind of delving into the really dark forgotten areas of Arkham Asylum to find like the little statues and you think like somebody was here before me that's fucked up yeah and they 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 came here to plant this elaborate puzzle why (laughs) oh that's right they're fucking insane (laughs) they're crazy people but I'm crazy too because I'm playing the game for them (laughs) because I went here so why wouldn't they Ah oh, well, it did teach me a lot about Batman too, which was nice. Mm-hmm. Oh, I didn't yeah. know about I didn't, Calendar Man or anything. I had no shit. idea that oh, my God, uh, Calendar Man. his parents oh, had died. Yeah. I, I had thought, no idea. Uh, Spoiler: he, he was raised, raised by a loving family. Spoiler. What the hell is this alley filled with crime? <laughs> Why called am I something? A kid? I forget the name uh. of it. God, I wish my parents had been killed in an alley so I could be Batman. Yeah, that's, yeah, but you were never rich. True. Yeah. I think a big True. part of his thing is... You know, that hurts. You know, all rich. I've ever wanted to be is rich. rich. Yeah. A rich orphan? Yes. I'm sorry. Now, there, I'm sure there are many people whose families have been killed in an alley, and they're just, like, damaged foster <laughs> wards of the state. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's actually probably 99% of yeah. the cases. Yep, only 1% of those people gets to be Batman. <laughs> actually, and of that 1%, only 1% of that 1% gets to be hey, Batman. Hey, Petaluma Batman, I'm fucking coming for you. You're dead. I'm gonna kill you. God, I hate that guy. And you're a supervillain now. I hate that guy. (laughs) You need to adopt a persona, Anne. I already have a persona. I will be the doodler, and I'm gonna send stick figure drawings of every crime I'm gonna commit to the police before I commit it. You're like a really shitty scribble nuts. (laughs) (laughs) You know, when you said that, I don't know why, I thought it was like D-U-D-E-L-E-R, and I'm like, wow, what's this gonna be? (laughs) Dude... I draw pictures of cowboys, stick figures of cowboys <laughs> instead of the police. All your all your shows are all your crimes are themed around the uh, the Nick TV show Hey Dude. Yes. <laughs> what a dark he left through in this. You're the doodler. Oh, oh, you can only solve this puzzle if you've seen episode three hundred two, <laughs> and they aren't really available on Netflix, so you can't. <laughs> I'm gonna be the Nick at Night Where version. Where his face falls into the pool full of horse goobers. Oh my god! <laughs> and all of mine are gonna be themed around Roseanne. You better watch it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah, really, we're part of a secret society that wants superheroes to get fat and lazy watching sitcoms <laughs> so they can solve our crimes. Yeah, obviously. <laughs> Uh, I'm like, no, this one's based on an episode of Cheers. I got you this time. Hello, <laughs> Batman. Uh, We've already given him guy. way more attention than we should. Right. 
Right. What about none real of the, Batman? None of the listeners know what the fuck we're talking yeah, about. Yeah, nobody anyway. knows who Petaluma Batman is. He's it's fucking Batman who's taken yeah. up my town. Batman impersonator. He's the worst. Buys groceries for old people. What is wrong with you? <laughs> That's not what Batman does. That's no. not Batman. Batman doesn't actually care about the plebs. <sighs> Batman's just as mentally damaged as the villains he chases. Yeah, I think we have some more sounds from these Oh, games. yeah, we have a bunch. <laughs> you okay? He surrendered almost without a fight. I don't like it. At least he's back where he belonged. Back where we all belong. <laughs> oh, that was a weird noise. <laughs> what was that? I think I was yawning. Someone burped in a garage door open. <laughs> it was a you yawn like a Wookiee. That's amazing. It was a robot Wookiee. Yes. <laughs> but uh, Kevin Conroy, of course, helped make uh, both of those amazing. Yeah, if you, Kevin Conroy. Yep, you're a fantastic Batman. Never mm-hmm. do anything else ever. Not that you're allowed to. Ever. <sighs> but yeah, that's a. Uh, yeah, remember watching the Venture beginning. Brothers commentary for the episode Kevin Conroy was on <laughs> as Captain Sunshine, yeah. and they're like, "Oh, how do he, they're talking about him," and he's like, "Oh, how do you want me to to do the character? I've got all these voices I can do." It's like, J- just do it like Batman. <laughs> <laughs> and they felt really bad, just saying like, "Just just let us pigeonhole you into this one character." <laughs> Is this the Batman the Animated Series Batman? Yes. See, I'm not a huge nerd, so I don't know this thing. Oh, well, okay. Well, thank you for <laughs> making me explain it. Batman the Animated Series is amazing. It so is. I watch watched it, it every day. Yeah, Kevin up. Conroy so is the good. voice actor who plays Batman. Yeah. I, I didn't know that because I was a innocent child and I watched it and I thought Batman was real. Mm. So I watched Aww. it and I was like, I sympathize so much for Killer Croc. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I watch it and I'm like, man, Adam West really is the best Batman. Oh, man. Go, Said no one ever. Going back and watching the Adam West Batman shows. Mm. Oh, God. Damn but tell me, tell me you wouldn't like pay extra money for like an Adam Shark West Shark repellent spray? I would. In, in like Arkham Origins or something. <laughs> where it's like, right. it's just Adam West doing the same lines <laughs> Kevin oh, Conroy it, does. I would pay $20 DLC for yes. that. No it's problem. like you're working no on that game. No questions asked. But would Adam West do it? <laughs> you look around. Oh, it's oh, Adam, Adam West. West is here. That's so weird. How do you get in? The door is locked. The only thing he's doing right now is Family Guy, so I'm sure we. Adam, can get we in. can only offer you a dollar. <laughs> he's already in the recording studio doing it. Add they, a sandwich, and I'll do it. <laughs> Isn't they, he like legally prohibited from ever wearing the Batman costume ever again? No, because he be went crazy. Did he go crazy? He went kind of crazy. Huh. They should have like a bunch he of extra did, detective. Didn't he? Mode. Yeah, he went crazy. I forgot about. He that. started wearing it all over the place. Yeah, he went on a total Batman what? costume yeah. spree. It was yeah. very I don't weird. remember this. Huh. We'll look this up and talk about it in the next segment. Yeah. How oh, fine. I would really like to see just uh, a bunch of detective mode puzzles added that just made no sense. Like he would just scan around for nothing, <laughs> and he would just talk to himself and be like, "Cave, brave. He's in the movie theater watching the movie Brave." And then that's you go to the movie Pixar. theater. Pixar. Pixar. Oh. I'd like to play the road scene talk. <laughs> he's doing. He's at the road construction project <laughs> on Highway Ten, and then you go there. <laughs> ten. We should, we should parlay that into our own game called Terrible Batman. <laughs> Terrible Batman. There was actually, uh, you know, the Game DM. Informer uh, parody thing they do every year for April Fools. The Game Informer thing. Yeah, right. They had a Batman '66 or whatever joke like parody right, game. Yeah, oh, and it's yeah. but it's the same goddamn one they always make, like Batman carrying the comically oversized bomb. But that the is movie. the funniest thing that ever happened. And then he goes to throw. Oh, but there's a family of ducks. He's got to throw it somewhere else. <laughs> <laughs> 
I, so I did watch, this was like last year, Batman. and I was at my dad's place for Christmas, and they had some retro TV station. They had an episode of the original Adam West Batman on, and I was watching it like, holy God, this is the campiest thing I've ever seen in my life. Yep. And there's the section in the show where they talk to a celebrity that's on another TV show on the same station, right. where he's like walking, doing the bat rope thing, and it was fucking Colonel Clink from Hogan's Heroes. <laughs> and I was like, this is the apex of all terrible TV that I love. And it was Adam West as Batman talking to Colonel Clank out of the window about how those Americans didn't get out of his gulag or whatever. And it's like, this is the biggest time paradox and horrible shit ever. So wow. Oh, yeah. man. That needed to happen. Wow. <laughs> I bet that's on YouTube. You should also look it up. It's on at 6.30 Pacific Standard Time, Batman. <laughs> wow. Thanks, Werner Klemper. <laughs> Who is not a Nazi in real life. Please stop sending him death threats. Still the funniest premise for a show ever. Yeah. Nazi concentration camp. The <laughs> well, jokes write themselves. Nazi POW <laughs> yeah. camp. It was slightly nicer. That's true. That's true. Uh, we, got, we got some stuff from Arkham City, too. Yeah. I feel I should thank you. Capturing Bruce Wayne is so much easier than Batman. And now that we have you, Protocol 10... It's ready to begin. It will be my legacy. That clip really sets up the whole... And I mean, that is very early Mm -hmm. in the game. But I mean, at that point, you know, Strange knows... Who Bruce, Bruce Wayne is yeah. Batman, and and that's the first you hear what? of Protocol Ten. What I know, he's Spoilers. an orphan, and God. he's Bruce. That's so crazy. It's millionaire Playboy Bruce Wayne. Billionaire. I had no idea. That's oh, no billionaire. billionaire, millionaire. <laughs> that's is true. So last year. That's so 1930s or 40s, whenever <laughs> Batman was invented. That's actually a direct quote from the beginning of the game. It's <laughs> oh, billionaire. Vicky. That's, that's true. That's millionaire true. is so last year. Ah, this yeah. is I play the game a whole bit. That, that game I is did. that game is also and yeah, Protocol Ten is uh, you know the thing you're trying to fi- find out what is it through yeah, the whole game. I don't know how much I can we can really say about. Yeah, let's not say anything. That just but, in case. Um, the, the game is really filled with like just phenomenal voice performances. I mean, the guy Very who does phenomenal. Hugo Strange is like just that perfect timber of. Mm-hmm. Just creepy and menacing. It's funny how much he sounded like Bane from the Batman movie to me, just <laughs> listening to him there. Really? Yeah. A little, just his accent, maybe. Yeah, it's sort of the vaguely Eastern European. Oh, so yeah. much easier on our cops, a bot, less muffled. Batman. <laughs> <laughs> yes. uh, but yeah, and there were a lot of. There's a lot of great voice talent and a lot of mm-hmm. really especially, recognizable characters. Especially Mark Hamill, and I really hope that's not actually his last role as the Joker. I hope not, considering you know what we're going to talk about in the second segment. That's true. <gasps> Gasp! Oh, what but a yeah, spoilers. Very, very, very recognizable characters in the game. Mm-hmm. Hello, Ivy. You, you here? shouldn't have come here. Oh, come on. You're not seriously going to hold that against me forever, are you? You killed them all. They were just flowers, Ivy. I'll buy you some new ones. I loved Catwoman's yeah, segments. They were great. so much fun. And I think Ivy's like the only character who doesn't continually call her bitch and whore. So. Yes, I think so. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, Batman doesn't. No, that's true. <laughs> and he's thinking it. You can tell. He, he's thinking it, but... Yeah, it's, it just keeps it his rampant misogyny behind a, a wall. <laughs> yes. It never cracks. But yeah, Catwoman's Catwoman's segments were just were so much fun. She's so 
flippy and agile and and her her combat is is so different in a way that it just it was a lot of fun for me yeah it know. was a lot of fun in general i, I think really enjoy everybody. her in that game as a character mm-hmm. all i can think of is anna hathaway you know if me and Anne hathaway got married we would both have the same name (laughs) that's true that's true (laughs) fingers crossed the supreme court allows i think about this a lot (laughs) sorry discuss this baby you can't get married to Anne hathaway unless i can watch okay well i'm watch the ceremony ceremony. this is a very touching ceremony if If Anne hathaway is paying for the ceremony i imagine it would be really lavish oh man baby you can't get married to Anne hathaway unless there's an open bar fair enough nice so so would you take her name because she'd probably be the primary breadwinner i think i would take her last name yeah you wouldn't make her act as ann lewis no because lewis is a terrible last name i don't wish it on anyone you don't want to both be named so boring ann hathaway lewis no lewis hathaway and lewis hathaway sounds better than hathaway lewis catwoman hathaway (laughs) (laughs) and and catwoman lewis hathaway hathaway lewis Make, make her legally change your name to Cat. Hathawuis? 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 One of you has got to change your name. So you, she can change her name to Catwoman. I think can... we can both be Anne Hathawis. Yeah. <laughs> Anne Hathaway, I want to marry you. <laughs> she's listening right now. She's so touched. <laughs> she's, she's a regular listener to this awful, awful show. <laughs> uh, there are other characters. I didn't need your help. Really? It's not what it looked like from where I was standing. I had it under control. Why did Alfred send you? He was worried about you. Bro. Well, that's, that's Broben. That's Broben, Broben just because there's no real clarification in that scene who you're talking to. I mean, unless you're looking at it because it's yeah. very clearly. But, but he yeah. does He does sound like a bro. He does sound vaguely bro He looks vaguely bro too. He's a lot bigger than I'm used to seeing him. I'm used yeah. to like, oh, Robin, he's this skinny, agile kid. He and sounds this, like he's about to chainsaw some lights. He's got a buzz cut and a hood. Yeah. Like that weird little shield that he makes out of his, his bow staff or whatever the hell That's it nice. is. nice. Yeah. Man, this is in the middle of my cardio session. I can't come out here and bail your ass out again, Bruce. <laughs> Yo, come Bruce, on. Bruce, come on. Bruce. Figure your shit out. Yo, bro. Come on, Bruce. God damn it. Don't call me that in front of the commissioner. <laughs> I that haven't bro. figured this out yet. You're the worst ward ever. (laughs) (laughs) When are you going to die like all the other ones? (laughs) We have to fight the broker. Uh, Joker, broker. Joker, can't you blow him up? Come on, we're working together in this one, sort of. (laughs) Michael, bro him up. Bro Bro him up. Stop. Um, No, no more bro You're making everybody's ears bleed. No more bro I'm sorry, you mean brokes. No. Bro more... No, bro, no. Bro. Okay. I will right. reach across the table and slap you. I can't Ow. reach. Uh, well, I think we've about exhausted this. Yeah, I'm, yep, I'm with out. lots and lots of off-topic discussion. So all we're gonna, these games are really good. They are really good. You should go play them. You should go play Marvel versus Capcom Three, even though we didn't have that on the list. Much to Mike's chagrin, probably also to Chris and Brett's chagrin if they're listening. Which of hey, course they're not. What? Why they're, would they? They're not on the podcast, so they're not going to listen. But I appreciate your acknowledgement, Michael. It right. means a lot. Mm-hmm. And tell us what other games we shouldn't have left out in the comments under our podcast in the podcast article at VigiGameApocalypse.com. We're going to take a break. When we come back, we're going to talk about the game that precipitated all this, plus uh, other new releases and some news and stuff, so stay tuned. Welcome to 
welcome to the madhouse, Batman! I set a trap, and you sprang it gloriously! To the Batmobile. Let's go. Atomic batteries to power. Turbines to speed. Roger. Ready to move out. Hope you're liking the show so far. Uh, if you are, please head over to vigigameapocalypse.com. Find this episode's comment page and drop us a comment. Let us know what you think. Be sure to answer our question of the week. All that good stuff. Yeah. Anything? If you if you want to say anything about the show, if yeah. there's anything you like, don't like, you want more of, you want less of, let us know. We really do pay attention to those guys. So drop us a comment if you'd like to see anything changed or if you particularly love something. Also, find us on iTunes, Vigigame yes. Apocalypse. It's very it important. Right and give us stars. So many stars. At least five. You can we, you can spare five stars, for God's sake. We eat those stars. We, we feed do. our children with those stars. Hey, man, I don't we have that many those. stars. We you need, want me to give you five? Yeah, we need five stars. Yes. Oh, all right. Thank five you. Stars. Was that so hard? Nah. Stranger who we've never met. <laughs> Hello, stranger. How many stars are you giving us? All of the stars. <laughs> you can also go to our site and help us out by buying uh, things through our Amazon links. Those are, you know, kicks a little bit back and it doesn't yeah. actually cost you anything. It doesn't cost you a thing. And all you have to do is search through that little box on lasertimepodcast.com and you can go and buy pretty much anything from there yeah. and it'll kick us a little bit of money. Click any of our links. We'll get a cut. And whatever you buy after you click one of our links will help us out. You can also donate to us directly by uh, just putting for VGA or for Vigigame Apocalypse when you donate. And, yeah, and click that's, the donate button on LaserTime That's amazing. Some people have already done that. Which and is, thank you from the bottom of our hearts. Thank you. Thank you so much. We're, we're in, sincerely flattered that people like the show enough to actually want to kick us money. So yeah, your, your efforts are really very much great. appreciated. And we'll get a list of all of the people who have donated eventually. And so we can... Eventually. So we can do a nice long thank you. Maybe with a song. I don't know. Also, go to store.lasertimepodcast.com so you can gear up. Up. Some people apparently were at PAX recently wearing Video Game Apocalypse yeah, shirts. Yeah, represent. And that is hot. That's nice. That's what I like to hear. So yeah, let's get back to the show. Welcome back, everybody, to segment two of Vigigame Game Apocalypse. I repeat that in case you forgot which show you're listening to. <laughs> Just I, in case. I forgot which show I'm on. So did I. Me actually. too. Sorry. I have to be reminded every week. It's, it's actually what a is very this show about? laborious process. Um, apocalypses? Oh, okay. Oh, oh and Vigigames. Games. We survived the Mayan apocalypse. We did. I thought that this was, was... That was a total bullshit apocalypse. That's relevant, right? So was the, like, May 5th, 20-whatever yeah. apocalypse. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. That was fun. Well, I thought this was VG Empire, and we were going to talk about DuckTales or something. The Gumpire. I we, already I d- we already did a game music episode, so... Yeah, we did. Oh. I do one, like, every week on <laughs> VG Empire, another lovely Laser Time podcast. Laser Time. Late, late, Laser Time. Laser Time. It's the 80s, and we have soundboards. Can I be Ira Glass? Superhero games in three parts. On this episode of Vigigame Apocalypse... 
we'll be looking at Injustice, Gods Among Us, a this... new game this week out from Warner Brothers Interactive Entertainment. Guys, that game is so much fun. Oh my God, it so is. That game is so much fun. So, okay, Injustice, uh, Gods Among Us is out this week. If you liked the 2011 Mortal Kombat, you will like this game. And if you like superheroes, which we do. Mm-hmm. So it's, um, explain the setup a little bit. Uh, it's like set in an alternate universe where Superman has gone a little crazy. He's gone rogue. He's gone rogue. Uh, it, it, it's up ever... to Bravo team to take him down. <laughs> <laughs> Quick, we got to run through a tutorial first. <laughs> Press the B button to kill Superman. <laughs> Crouch to go lower. <laughs> We'll be talking. I forget about, what game we'll, it was. I we'll played, talk about I played, that. Yeah, in a we'll talk about Blood Dragon later. Yeah, it's fantastic. I'm not out this week, sadly. I really want it to be though. Um, Actually, uh, if you hacked it on UPlay, it's definitely free, and it was out last week. <laughs> really? What? Yeah, there was a problem where there was a script. I guess of people were running it. It was basically you. The whole game is done, and they were downloading it for free via UPlay exploit. Whoops. <gasps> so they took Uplay down and oh, got rid of that. Oh, that's why Uplay was down. I remember hearing about that. Wow, you actually noticed. It's unbelievable. <laughs> well, I was really eager to purchase I, my uh, I Far Cry 3 wallpaper I heard with my it, Uplay points. I heard it mentioned offhandedly. I didn't see it firsthand. But uh, so anyway, Injustice. Injustice. Uh, alternate universe. If you've ever seen the uh, Better World episode of the Justice League cartoon with the Justice Lords, Mm -hmm. it's a lot like that. Uh, What happens in the alternate universe is Joker basically tricks Superman into annihilating Metropolis and killing Lois Lane. Whoops. And uh, so Superman becomes depressed and finally decides (laughs) that he's not going to put up with this penny-ante bullshit anymore. No more half measures. He's going to take over the world, bring it under his benign dictatorship, and make everyone behave, goddammit. And all the other heroes go along with this because, hey, he's Superman. What are you going to do? Say no? So Batman would say no. Batman does say no. And he's played by Kevin Conroy again. Yeah. That's the worst Kevin Conroy impression anyone's ever done ever. I don't have a good Kevin Conroy either. <laughs> what oh, is Kevin that? Conroy. I'm a dying cancer patient. Guys, I don't <laughs> have a good man voice. I'm sorry. <laughs> oh, I'm if, sorry. If I Batman can tell you one thing, don't smoke. <laughs> if, I, if I could just talk like that, does this sound like a man voice? <laughs> I don't know. That sounds no. like a constipated voice. I don't know what that was, yeah. I'm sorry. Back to the drawing board on that one. I'll workshop it and we'll bring it all back. All right, all right. Um, God, what was I talking about? Oh, right, this game. And I keep getting interrupted. So, oh, sorry. Injustice. Alternate universe. All the other superheroes are uh, throw in with Superman, except Green for Batman. Arrow. And uh, so then you find out, oh, this isn't the actual DC universe. The uh, And so they... Heroes from the actual DC universe get teleported into this dark mirror universe to fight the new regime and try to bring things more or less back to normal. And uh, you're playing as multiple characters. If you play the 2011 Mortal Kombat story mode, it unfolds a lot like that. Mm-hmm. It takes about four or five hours to play through. <clears throat> and uh, it's, it's just kind of a, like, now you're playing as Green Arrow, and you're yes. going to this place and fighting these people, and then this other guy shows up, and then you have to fight your friends sometimes for very contrived reasons. But Well, you do that in, yeah. in the 2011 Mortal That's Kombat. That's true, too, you do. So. 
But the the important thing is that it all adds up to a very compelling whole, and you know, the storyline I thought was great. You know, I I played through it all in one blast, and which you know it's kind of good. It was short in that case, mm. but it's it's just a lot of fun. Uh, there are you know other modes built in. There's battles mode, which is more a more you know typical arcade ladder, and you can unlock like twenty diff twenty something different uh, variations on it that make you fight through like while you're poisoned. There's one where you have to uh, basically fight through the entire arcade ladder on one life bar. It's impossible. And then, you you know, you can get individual endings for each of the characters if that's your thing. Multiplayer is also pretty great, which is, I imagine, what most people are going to be playing it for. Uh, it's, it's very simplified. Yeah. If you're expecting Mortal Kombat, don't. Because there's, like, three attack buttons and a power button. But it does... It does play a lot like like the feel of it when when we yeah. were playing not too long ago. It does feel like Mortal Kombat game. <clears throat> That's true, and it looks like a Mortal Kombat yeah. game just but without all the blood. It's a little bit different. Like for example, there's no block button, which I think is yeah. a way overdue innovation. You yeah. just hold back to the which block. Which was nice. Um, I love that. Like every level is filled with like all kinds of shit in the background that you can just interact with. Um, in different ways, depending on what kind of a hero you are. Like, there's a motorcycle in the background at <laughs> Wayne Manor, for example. And if you're somebody like Superman or Aquaman, who's super strong. And yes, Aquaman is super strong. Look it up. Aquaman, go suck a dick. Aquaman is super badass in this game. I know. And his new 52 yeah. series is really He's, good. He stabs people in the heart with the trident and calls down lightning. And that's just and his standard throw. And pulls the entire sea to wash over people. Yeah, floods the level, calls in a gigantic great white shark to bite your, yeah, your opponent. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A He's school really of cool. grouper my gently ass swims past you. <laughs> hey, look, that's not a real yeah, thing Aquaman hard. can do in, in, you know, in reality. But it should be. In, in the reality of Aquaman. Um, but anyway, they, they stronger heroes will just pick up like the motorbike and throw it. But somebody weaker like Batman or the Joker will actually get on the motorbike and drive it straight into the opponent. And it's like just playing that and realizing that it's like this is what I wanted fighting games to be when I was twelve. There are certain things I noticed um, a, like a while back. I think at PAX probably when I was uh, taking a demo for Injustice, I was playing as Nightwing, and there were areas where I was fighting against the the person demoing it playing as Wonder Woman and she would pick up a car and smash me over the head with it whereas Nightwing would vault off yeah. the car and and kick off of her and, and mm -hmm. all this more acrobatic stuff because he's, he's a normal guy but despite him being a normal guy he can survive Superman punching him into the atmosphere yeah. and then slamming there, him back there into is the a reason for that in the story and it's stupid Okay. <laughs> um, and I don't think it's really a spoiler to reveal it because they do it so offhandedly just to explain why, for example, mm -hmm. you know, Nightwing or the Joker can be survive being punched into the stratosphere and slammed into the ground. Uh, is that Superman in the alternate world has developed pills that like have little nanites in them that give the people who take them the same structural integrity as a Kryptonian. Wow, yeah, that is... Uh... So they they don't have all of Superman's strength or powers, but they do have his durability. If only they I could... have to reach for that one. If mm -hmm. I could pay to get the soundboard to have the nerd sound effect from <laughs> Revenge of the Nerds on it. But it, it, doesn't, it doesn't work otherwise, because, you know, Harley Quinn could never stand up to the likes of 
you know, anybody. Right, but <laughs> really? then, you know, Shumagorath can fight, like, I don't know, not even Ryu, but, like, Rocket Raccoon or yeah. something in well, Marvel, and I don't care at all. And I, I admire that they didn't feel the need to explain that, but that's, you know, Marvel vs. Capcom is a fundamentally silly game that isn't part of any And this canon. is serious. Yeah, actually, yes. Relatively serious. Okay. okay. I mean, okay. yeah, okay, it's, it's a contrived reason, By but comparison. at least they had a reason. Nanite pills, sure. Yeah, sure, why not? That's what James Joyce used in Portrait of the Artist as a Young. It's true. <laughs> right after he clears checkpoint three with Unibravo. <laughs> I do like that there was a, a Red Sun tie-in, though. If was you pre-ordered it somewhere, oh, yeah, you, yeah, yeah. you get uh, Superman and Wonder Woman and maybe someone else. Oh, uh, and... and uh, Oh, it's weird. Uh, it's Grundy like, and Grundy get a oh, yeah. red okay. sun. I've outfit. never seen like a Jiffy Lube pre-order, but that's like <laughs> that's how you get it. It's strange. Yeah, I'm sorry. I'm talking about pre-orders, but still, it's yeah, kind of Gr- it's kind of cool. Grundy wasn't even in Red Sun. What's no, his, he was not. Is he just like you know? He's wearing like a communist cap and uh, yeah. like a shopka or whatever those Ooh. hats yeah, are called. Whatever they're called. Yeah. What if there's like an Al Grundy skin and he's just wearing like slacks and a shirt? <laughs> Ooh, Grundy, no lack selling shoes to woman. <laughs> Grundy hate fat woman. He's got a toilet around his neck. Uh, no pay, Grundy. No what sex tonight. Now we're talking about uh, sitcoms. You know, you can chime in. Yeah, yeah, I can chime in if you're talking about sitcoms. Uh, I know the references you're making. That's the second time we've talked about Al Bundy on this stupid show. I'm really trying hard to force him. This is a forced meme. <laughs> Uh, well, I think I think we this want one him works. to be the new mascot of uh, VGA <laughs> of my life. <laughs> mm, Grenda takes son to the nudie bar. <laughs> uh, kind of basing that off the Super Friends version of Grundy. I can't remember if he actually has that weird sort uh, of quasi Southern accent in this this game, uh, but he is in it, and he he is pretty badass and. Actually, comes out of his chest and yeah. beats people. Yeah, that's them. that's pretty great. That's his super move. That he he, he beats somebody in a submission, and then like when they're standing there, sort of dazed on their knees, uh, he he like reaches into his abdomen, pulls out a giant tombstone, and smashes <laughs> it over their head. It's nice. And it's super gross. That is great. Yeah, actually, one of my favorite parts of the game and my biggest complaint are the super moves because they are just ridiculous. They're so cool. They're so over the top. Like I love like the flashes so cool. where he. He punches the opponent and then like runs and, around the earth, like literally around the earth. You watch him do that, and then he comes back and like just uppercuts them with like the, that amount that of force. The best. But the problem is they're the same every single time. Yeah, they well, never change. Yeah. They're unskippable, and the same is true of the victory poses uh, in battles mode. And it, it like some of them are, are short and not annoying at all. But then I, the first time I played through it, I played through as Joker. And when he wins, he takes a can of gasoline and there's like a POV shot of him pouring it over the opponent and he's just like shaking and going doopa 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 doo. And then he like takes a match out of his coat and is like, you're fired. And he throws the match at them and this happens every single time. All right. Yeah, I guess that would be a little annoying. I watched a lot of Mortal Kombat uh, 9 when they played it in tournaments and it was always considered incredibly rude to do a finisher because it wasted so much time just to be like, here's a fatality. Here's another 20 seconds off of the tournament (laughs) schedule. We got to run this thing on the clock, kids. (laughs) But yeah, it's like those are things that are great, but if it's like, if you're consistently playing it, it becomes like every super move is like, cool, 30 minute animation. Mm -hmm. (sighs) Yeah. Well, it's like, I wish they'd included like 
Not even you don't have have to even include different ones. Just include different camera angles, something like a mm. different presentation to sort of break up that monotony. Yeah. And and it's it's really cool. Like the first thirty times you see each character's attack, it just gets monotonous. Yeah. Which is unfortunate, because otherwise it's a really fantastic game. And I I loved it. I loved the story mode from start to finish. I loved battles mode. I loved unlocking shit. I loved unlocking the alternate universe costumes, which are great. Mm. What are your thoughts on the wagers? The wagers are kind of, you know, for a while playing through, I didn't actually know how to make it happen. Yeah, it's it's weird to feel, just like, oh, I guess I have to wager part yeah. of my meter well, in order well, to win. What this? it is is you you have a super meter, and when it's fulfilled, you can do the super moves, or um, you can, I think it's like forward and right trigger on three sixty or back and right trigger when you're attacked, and then you will have a second to wager part of that meter. And, and it's basically like whoever wagers the most wins. And if you win it, you can deal a tremendous amount of damage. If you're the attacker or if you're, your yeah, if you're the defender, you can, huh. you can heal yourself if you win. And it's like a blind wager system where you don't know how much your opponent is wagering. But it's probably a solid bet that if they get to that point, they're going to wager everything. Yeah. Uh, that's Unless you're playing against mm-hmm. the computer. Yeah, but that, that's kind of fun because... Again, that's a little repetitive, but uh, there's that moment where they're like they're both bracing and they're taunting each other, and uh, then yeah, there's some witty banter exchanged uh-huh. between the characters. It's, yeah, it was pretty. And then they just like tear ass at each other from across <laughs> the the sides of the arena. Joke Joker's great to watch when he's doing that because he like sort of runs like leaning backward with a metal pipe. <laughs> and then like he he just runs and then there's like this dramatic slow-mo thing of him like swinging the pipe into Superman's fist or whatever. The, the the pipe also apparently took the super pill. <laughs> this works. Mm-hmm. That game. Guys, I got a joke. So much fun. Okay. Al Grundy, born on a Monday, sold shoes on a Tuesday, sold shoes on a Wednesday, sold <laughs> shoes on a Thursday. That's the joke. Oh, okay. That was a good joke. I got it. Yeah. All right. Anybody else want to talk about this? I think I'm the only one who's actually played it. I really, well, I, I haven't played it, but I look forward to playing it. Yeah, and, I just, I hmm. only played it with you and then at that, uh, at that demo appointment right. I took. And I, I'm sorry, I kept beating you. You were, you were yeah. Oh man, was... I really, really sucked. The only time I won was when I played as Raven. That was oh, it. Raven. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah, Raven. She's in the in game. It. Who's from, Raven from Teen Titans? Teen Titans, yo. I don't know what that is. Sorry. Yeah. You never saw that comic or that like, cartoon? Well, it was it was also mm. a comic. Yeah, that's true. But, but uh, I meant the cartoon specifically. She's cool. I came close as Sinestro, yeah. but not Actually, close well, enough. <clears throat> That's three of the Teen Titans are in that game. There's Raven, Cyborg, and Nightwing. Yeah. Is, is Nightwing in the Teen Titans? Or is and that Cyborg. Cyborg was also yeah, in Yeah, I mentioned Teen Cyborg. Titans. Oh, you did. Yeah. So is my, he's, he's pretty cool. I like him. I think we'll be streaming this next Tuesday. Oh. At, at my place of work. If you're Exceed interested. them all. Yes. Yeah. Uh, also out this week, uh, Pandora's Tower... Which last is a, Wii game ever. Wow, <laughs> Wii game. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, actual JRPG action action JRPG <laughs> for Wii. Mm. What what is this? A series? I know? don't know or anything nope. about it. <laughs> it's, nope, it's not a series. It's just doesn't Pandora have a box? This seems like they've confused mythology. <laughs> well, now she's she's got she's upgraded. Okay. She traded in the box for a tower. <laughs> That's because a good deal. The, on the her box, part. well, the box was really appreciating in value, and you know, real estate prices were so great that the towers uh, were just like it was criminal not to buy one. Not gonna lie, guys, I don't know anything about this game, and I don't give a fuck about this game. <laughs> one, yeah, because it's a JRPG. It's not my thing. 
Two, it's on because it's for the Wii, and yeah. I yeah. To be fair, extra though, don't give a fuck about like Xeno Gears is supposed to be great. Like all the best JRPGs mm. are still coming out for Wii. Yeah. That's my true. Okay, Xeno Gears, yeah, pretty cool. I still have a few of those. Um, Earlier today, and yeah. I decided that the PS3 is very uh, curvy and is therefore a woman. Yes. Oh, oh no. Yeah, we did decide and the this. The 360 is boxier. The 360 is a man. And the Wii is their uh, their illegitimate idiot child. child. <laughs> but That's the PS3 offensive is, to idiots. The PS3 <laughs> is very clearly a woman because it's it's very complicated and its user interface is not very user friendly <laughs> at all. That's sexist, Dan. Yeah, that is I'm allowed to make those jokes because I am a woman and I am complicated. Damn it. <laughs> oh, and Xbox enough. is a man because all it has is Doritos ads. <laughs> exactly, <laughs> useless. X- X- Xbox is- and Halo. <laughs> <laughs> Xbox is a man because it stinks. It stinks. It stinks. Uh, it's noisy. Buy my book. Buy my book. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, the critic. Al Bundy, the critic. We're making all kinds of fucking oh, man. perennial. What else was in the nineties? Actually, actually, that whole remember the nineties is like really big on the internet right now. So we should get in on that action. The ending did a slideshow today where it was like, "Wow, do you remember this from the nineties? Yeah. The Somalian massacre, oh, there, there, yeah, the Rwandan genocide, <laughs> the, the Rwandan genocide, <laughs> the original World Trade Center truck bombing, and it was just <laughs> pictures of horrible catastrophes." I'm surprised they didn't have Kurt Cobain's suicide. <laughs> Man, that's been so weird. You know Forever 21, that horrible clothing store? Yes. And you know it's up. Yep, I know it. They sell Nirvana t-shirts. Yes, they yeah. do. Ugh. Like, and the Nirvana t-shirt with, like, the you know, the drunk kind of face with the wavy smile face. Mm-hmm. Like, that's at The Gap. It's at Forever 21, and it's just like, this is a cool shirt to wear. And it's like, I never thought I would live to the day where that's just like, it's so beyond just a music thing. Do you, it's just, do you, do you want to think a terrifying thought for a second here? Let's hear it. All right. Uh, we are as far removed from 90s bands now as we were from 70s bands in the 90s. So this is pretty much like how you'd buy, like, ironically, a 70s band t-shirt in the 90s to wear. It's the same thing. You just made your point. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Led Zeppelin t-shirts. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah, uh-huh. Yeah, you're yep. right. Yeah. Well, time to seal myself in my sarcophagus <laughs> and wait for the second coming. I feel that way all the time. <laughs> See you, buddy. <laughs> uh, Dishonored Knife of Dunwall is oh, out. Yeah. Oh yeah, DLC hey, cool. where you play as Daw. What's his name? Dowd. 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 Yeah, the uh, the, the person who murdered the Empress. Mm-hmm. I didn't beat Dishonored. Is it worth it? I yes. Wa- yeah. Uh, I watched my roommate beat. Okay. Well, I don't is know. I don't know if the the DLC is worth it. I'm assuming it is because it's Dishonored. Oh yeah, I don't know about the. I don't and know about the DLC. Dishonored is automatically worth it. It looks. Oh. It looks like a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. Different powers. He's he's also got the mark of the outsider. I don't remember yeah, that. And from, the outsider talks to him. Yeah, I don't remember that uh, from from <clears throat> Dishonored. Well, he had like the weird powers. He's got powers, but I I guess I I just didn't even put the two together that he would be. But yeah, he's he's also got magical powers, and it's pretty cool. Mm-hmm. Cool. Yep. Different weapons, different powers, pretty cool stuff. So check that out. <sighs> yeah, I guess check it out. It's out this week. I wish I haven't played it yet. I do like, but it's awesome. I do like the lull and like the uh, release dates where it's like, let's just release DLC for major AAA titles we sold several months ago. Sure. To reward those that didn't already sell them back to GameStop. <laughs> <laughs> that's the that's the key. Oh, well. um, all right. I guess that's it for new releases that are notable. Um, yeah. 
news this week. Uh, Batman Arkham Origins was recently yeah. announced, which was the other end of this superhero the other, equation. This is a just perfect time for yeah. a superhero That's, episode. It's kind of weird, though, because it's it's being done by, not by Rocksteady, but by Whoa. Warner Brothers Montreal. Yeah. And it's headed up by the guy who apparently headed up the prototype games. Mm. Which is weird and yeah. I'll be interested but hey, to see Montreal how this goes. Always makes good games. Uh, I tell you, those French Canadians they know that's what's true. Up. They know what's up when it comes to video games. Uh, they got nothing French to do but uh, drink beer and watch hockey. So that's right. They can dedicate themselves yeah. to doing um, useful stuff. But it is strange like after two very successful games that it would be a different studio. Well, so people are worried understandably about it's, that. It's a prequel. You know that Rocksteady is working on the actual sequel probably yeah. for next gen. Right. Most likely, yeah. Also, but I mean, it's we've been seeing a lot of this this year. Like, you know, the uh, like God of War and Tomb Raider. Like, this is the year of prequels. Mm-hmm. And yeah. and they, they all seem to be, except for Tomb Raider, they seem to be like placeholder prequels while somebody works on yeah. the real sequel. Yeah, that's, that's a, good a point thing to make. that happens. I don't, it's weird to me that the Arkham, that Arkham has become a brand. Like, I don't know. I feel like Batman hmm. is the selling point, but... It, it, it's well, like but we're just going to get Arkham games for the next 20 yeah. years. The it's thing like, is, there Jesus. have been so goddamn many Batman games that you can't yeah, just I call know. it Batman. Yeah, you need that calling differentiation. It, calling it Arkham gives it, it makes it a, a series on its own, whereas saying, oh, the Batman game. Well, oh, only because the first Batman one was good. So Arkham is now the brand. Which yeah. I, I'm not saying that's yeah, bad. I'm I don't just think saying, there's anything wrong with that. I'm just saying it's funny that, like, they had a good Arkham game, and now Arkham is the brand because people associate that with quality. So yeah. they're not going to make, they're not going to stop making Arkham games until there's a bad Arkham game. So I hope this one isn't that one. Yeah, me too. Um, although, yeah, I was talking to uh, Charlie Barrett earlier today, and and like, oh. like I don't know, some guy. <laughs> uh, we were talking about the Hulk Ultimate Destruction, which is by again the the people who made Prototype, and saying like all of those games have something in common, and that. The story is kind of dumb, like interesting, but not fantastic. Mm-hmm. But the gameplay is really good. So I'm kind of worried that that's going to happen again here. I'm sure Rocksteady is overseeing the story, but at the same time, it's like it really has the potential to be like a really fun Batman, but a really kind of mm, Batman in terms of story. I guess, I mean, that's that's the kind of thing that actually does have like a precedent for story, but it's like Just Cause 2 is one of my favorite games, and that's a game that has great gameplay. Almost fucking story. Almost no story. Almost yeah. no story. Yeah. Uh, Saints Row, great example. Yeah. Awesome gameplay. Super fun. Who gives a rat's ass about the story? Our, but it's, uh, mm-hmm. our old boss, Roger Birchall, put, what, I think he said uh, over 150 hours into Just Cause 2. That is, is one of my absolute all-time favorite games Regardless yeah. of all time, there's an, so and there's good. an impossible amount of shit in there to do. Like just, so much like, stuff to do, thousands and thousands of things to blow up that are all count against a total. And there's not mm. even achievement for getting them all. There's like an achievement for getting like two thirds of them. I've, yeah, I haven't beaten the game, and I've spent a hundred something mm. hours on it. I intentionally put off beating the game. I think I got to the point where you have to decide who your ally is going yeah, to be yeah, and yeah. finally overthrowing the country. Mm-hmm. And it's like, I don't, they're all awful, but yet compelling in their own ways. That's what's interesting to me is that those games are sort of ridiculous from the get-go, kind of. And then you look at the GTA 4 stuff, and it was like, GTA 4 is very sober, the original one. Right. And the idea is that it's supposed to be semi-realistic, but then the expansion packs get more and more retarded. Like Lost in the well, Damned had 
some ridiculous stuff and Ballad of Gay Tony was just fucking ridiculous. Lost like, the Damned, like they, they felt like polar opposites of each other. Like Lost in the Damned was like even more gritty and depressing and realistic. That's a good point. Like the only real ri- ridiculous thing was like how much harder it was to fall off a motorcycle which was an overdue addition to yeah, GTA. Yeah, yeah. And then uh, yeah, Ballad of Gay Tony was just like okay fine you want fun craziness fine here you go and yes. it was fantastic. Yeah. It wasn't Saints Row the third level of craziness, right. but it was but still fantastic. There's a place for it. Yeah. Yeah. And then I just started playing Sleeping Dogs recently too, and that, that almost oh. hits the perfect balance of yeah. like yeah. good the realism yeah. and then super ridiculous it, shit. And it, it looks a fucking amazing on PC. Like mm-hmm. I can I downloaded the HD texture pack for it and it's like oh, man. it fucking blows my mind. It's like yeah, I'm gonna see that. GTA five and go like who gives a shit? This shit is like last year. <laughs> fucking Sleeping Dogs is amazing. Yeah. I, I read something recently like that Square Enix said that Sleeping Dogs, Tomb Raider, and Hitman Absolution had all performed below expectations. I believe it, man. Which is a fucking tragedy because those games are amazing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, all right, I never got that into Hitman Absolution, but the other two are amazing. I love I loved Tomb Raider. I love Sleeping Dogs. That was one of my favorite games last year. You need to go play these games. Both great yeah. games. Yeah, I... I also never really played too much of uh, Absolution, so. Yeah. But I was a, I was a big fan of Hitman. I, mean, I, just, I, I, I liked just what didn't. I played. I didn't maybe love what I played, but. Yeah, I enjoyed it. I just, I don't know, didn't hmm. make me want to keep playing. I guess. Yeah. Yeah. So anyway, Batman Arkham Origins out yes. this fall. Yeah. So it's, so it's coming. very soon. Yeah, it's exciting news, and there's going to be like a. 3DS uh, Vita companion game that looks like Shadow Dar. Complex. Huh. Shadow All Complex, right. not Dar. Bar. Shadow Dar. Complex. Did you guys already talk about Guacamelee? Oh, uh, that was last week. We talked week. about that last, last week. Okay, sorry. I played it this week. I am. Was it any good? I think it's pretty good. All right. I well, was very surprised. I keep meaning to download it and not having any time. Yeah, it's a pretty because big Because I'm still best. replaying Bioshock. There you Infinite. go. Yeah, me too. You go into playing it on. Uh, oh yeah, me too. Nineteen ninety nine mode. Yeah, I that's, just, uh, that's next. I just got my twelve year old brother started on Bioshock Infinite, and I'm not sure if that makes me a bad sister or not. <laughs> Maybe. How old is he? He's twelve. Well, that's old enough to see heads being sawed off. Yeah, he really, en- <laughs> he really enjoys it. And <laughs> I got him started. Up. I got him started on easy, which I feel is actually too easy for him because he's getting bored with the combat. But he's, he keeps asking hmm. me questions. I'm like, I don't. I don't want to say anything. God damn it. Quit asking me questions. I have so many people. Who are these weird people that keep talking? The two twins that keep talking to me. I'm like, I can't, I can't say anything. I have so many people that insist about fucking talking to me about that game that haven't beat it yet. And it's so fucking annoying oh, yeah. where it's just like, hey. shut up. Like, I cannot tell you to just direct it to your face, shut up, because that's rude. But it's like, every person comes to me to talk and they insist on talking about it. How far are you? Three hours. I just think the intro sucks because it's like every other game that I've played. I'm like, I oh, want to choke you, you idiot. And, but, shut like, your up face. And just finish the game. I think they should like immediately, like the sound should cut off uh, after you after they say, it's just like because your fist should be buried so far <laughs> down their throat at that point. And all it's right. crazy because it's like, like I sit after there you've and, knocked out all their teeth with it. I give them the most just angrily neutral responses ever. Like, uh-huh, uh-huh, yep. I don't know. I don't know. And they keep fucking talking. It's like, what do I have to do to tell you? I do not want to engage you on this point right now. Finish (laughs) the game and then we'll talk. That's like all I can say. The reason the intro is like that is that it's actually turning the camera around on my fist in your throat. (laughs) And it's an observation of how far my arm Um, can get down your esophagus. Something really fun that I've noticed as I watched my brother go through the game. And it's not a spoiler. It's just something to pay attention to if you replay Mm -hmm. the game. 
uh, as you replay it, use all of those, not not the, the viewfinders that you use to watch movies, but the viewfinders that you use to look the around the city. Yeah. Yeah, the telescopes. Yeah. You can see the twins. Yeah, they show up a lot. In every one of those. I don't know if it's every one. I was looking at the one in Finkton and I didn't see them. And I looked for them. Oh, okay. Maybe it's not. but Because I, I haven't. he hasn't gotten there yet. But in all the ones up till that point, if you look for them, they're there. And then you pull away. And then you look back and they're not there. Did so, you did you ever try shooting fantastic. them? No. Oh, oh, it's great. It's just yeah. <laughs> in the in the scene where you're kind of like picking up your bonuses or whatever. Like, when they first give you the shield uh, infusion, yeah. right? If you shoot at either of them, they just go missed. Yeah, <laughs> missed. <laughs> try again. Try and try shooting like one of them. them. I like emptied a whole clip in him. It's like I. We can afford to do this all day. Yeah. The question is, can you? <laughs> yeah, they tell you to conserve your ammo, yeah. but if you just keep doing like, it, yeah. uh, the female lieutenant will just be like, you missed. <laughs> it's good. Yeah. It's good uh, and amusing. They're the best. Uh, Bioshock is a they good game. You really if you can't afford to be wasting ammo They are the best characters in that friends. whole game. Honestly, I got a total crush on her. She's the best. Oh you God. cannot... Her, well, him, yeah. I mean, yeah. Like, <laughs> both of them. It doesn't matter, man. Anne and I have been Gender going does not matter. I love them both. About how they're basically uh, um, Guildenstern and Rosencrantz and Guildenstern. Rosencrantz and Guildenstern, yeah, like they are pretty nah. much. Uh, they're totally Rosencrantz and Guildenstern were hapless. These two know what's going on. That's true. That's true. Uh, they figured out what was going on towards the. And yeah, we're, well, we're they skirting know dangerously what's going on close now. to spoiler territory. Yeah, right. Yeah. yeah. Right. But anyway, there's a guy out there who's anyway. like, I read that play and played this game. <coughs> <laughs> but seriously. Go see the movie, Rosen, or not go see. It's on right. Netflix. I didn't, I didn't actually mean to spark a whole discussion oh, right. about we Bioshock. Were, we were hey, you brought it up, man. You knew right. what you were doing. Hey, man. Just guys, did. play the game. You're doing yourself it's your fault, Michael. a disservice. I know it's my don't. fault. Um, but we, there is other news to talk about, like uh, Electronic Arts. <laughs> voted worst, worst company, company ever of 2012 Again. in a poll by the consumerist which just shows that uh, the consumerist should stop doing those polls <laughs> <laughs> among other things it shows that uh, you know uh, not responding quickly enough to customer complaints about SimCity is much much worse than a Jesus. cruise ship disaster or uh, deploying forces for pay that kill people in foreign yeah. lands, or, or is, refusing to pay your company, your employees, any yeah. kind of living wage, right. or helping terrorists set yeah. up secret hedge funds. Saying it's the worst company in the world, God. We talked about this earlier, and it's like, I, I don't mean to be rude. I do mean to be rude. But the reason this poll happens is because who are the most vocal people when it comes to internet polls? It's angry, disgruntled gamers who sit in the internet all day and have everything better to do. And those are the people that show up to vote in the consumerist poll that they're just so happy to just post yeah, on the yeah. internet and get clicks and attention. You just know the worst somebody's company in the world? EA, somebody, because Maxis in my game And because the, the slaves that are forced to mine diamonds don't have internet access to vote on the consumerist poll. I, get, I think you mean bitcoins? Bitcoins, yes. <laughs> I get that EA is not the greatest company but what freaking yeah. company is the best company i mean it's google google, I mean, google. Yeah. google the, is the best company yeah. but yeah. they're ruining Fair enough. everything they do they seem are. very happy they're with what everything. they do <laughs> mm-hmm. but i mean like ea has not done itself favors in this race they came out no. and defended themselves but it's like all the stuff with SimCity. okay so with SimCity, it's always online and it didn't work for the first week and a half and everyone mm-hmm. was pissed right rightfully so they bought the game they wanted it to work and Maxis kept saying, no, no, it's not DRM. This was our vision of this connected thing. Yeah. Okay, that was bullshit. Uh, That's still not worst company in the world. No, it's shit. not. But I'm saying, no. but very recently, 
they added free DLC for a Nissan Leaf electric car charging station, which <laughs> requires no electricity and increases the happiness of everyone. Uh, was that part of their vision? It's like, yes, EA is not the worst company in America, but no, they have not done themselves any favors with like the bullshit they've spewed. No. Well, what about what about the Mass Effect DLC? Like, fine, fine, we'll correct the ending you hate so much. Yeah, like, <laughs> okay, they, they finally cool. caved was, to their fans. You know, I did the, that. And the Microsoft guy that got fired this week for talking on uh, Twitter. That yeah. was a bummer because, like, <laughs> yeah. it sucks to get fired for something like that. Although he said very douchey things. He did indeed. Mm-hmm. Um, he said things that were not cool. Like, yeah, what, what was the thing like? Uh, the, 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 the I bi- wouldn't buy a vacuum cleaner if I no, the power du- whatever. The douchiest thing was someone said. Hey, like I don't remember what cities they named, but they yeah, were like, like if you've ever lived in the Midwest, like you know, Blacksburg, Virginia, they were just like know. you know, like uh, you've ever lived not in, like, so good. Yes. And he's like, why would I ever live there? Yeah, it's like uh, it's like wow, well, that's you, a lot of your customers, asshole. Uh, yeah, yeah, that is. It's like, do you, do you think shitty. that the only people who buy games live in affluent areas with good internet and are yes. you? Uh, I'm sorry, you coastline living asshole, but uh, not everyone mm-hmm. does. But, you know, at the same time, I'm like... You, you say that as a coastline living asshole. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, well... But at we the same time, I'm like... We will be swallowed up by the great waves when the judgment of the prophet absolutely. comes. Yes. Woo! I can't wait for that. I <laughs> have to go to work time. that day. I oh, am man. a good swimmer. <laughs> I have spouted off on Twitter and said some stupid things, and, like, it would suck to get fired for that, because, yeah. you know, I, I do feel a little bit bad, like... People are like, you shouldn't feel bad for him. He's like the devil. But like, it is. No, he's just kind of a guy who is being a dick on the internet. Yeah. Like, which you all are doing all the time. Yes, yeah. like, that and is, you, you don't have to worry about job. Yeah, you don't have to worry about losing your job because your job is not talking to people on the internet. Yes, and I don't need. He to should have been to you. smarter, but yeah. you're right. But it is so easy to get caught up in like a heated internet debate where you start saying dumb shit and the fucking trains off the rails and yeah. it's sideways on fire and you're still uh-huh. typing out like here it comes here comes my yeah. wonderful rebuttal and it's like. No. There's there's a point oh, where you just sorry. step back and you shut the fuck yes, up because it's yes. not worth it. Yes. Yeah, no, yes, I've learned 100%. to shut the fuck up, and uh, he didn't learn that, and that's a real and bummer. And now he learned that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the problem is finding a new job. Yeah. So wow. if if you're haranguing some industry figure and they just suddenly they, they respond to you and then they suddenly stop responding to you, it's because they don't want to get fired. Yeah, it's not because they hate you. It's because Actually, they, they will get you. in trouble, and they probably do hate you for pushing them to this point. <laughs> and they're the already place. in trouble, and they know it, and that's yeah. why they stopped. Um, but EA, worst company in America. Obvi- I mean, uh, we don't even have to debate it. Of course, they're not. They're no, terrible, terrible companies in this country. Yeah. But anyway, and, uh, ugh, microtransactions? No, they, there's a lot of bad stuff going Child on. Child slavery, optional microtransactions. First off, like I don't like them, but I'm not gonna give the company that much shit over them. But Michael Rapares DLC, uh, come on. Well, huh? DLC? What the fuck is that? <laughs> the biggest problem, it just boils down to that same issue, where it's like, what's easy for me to understand? I don't like DLC, and that sucks. What's hard for me to understand? Uh, banks giving, you know, interest-free loans to rich people that have offshore accounts and they filter the money. See, it's boring. It's already boring. Yeah. But that's what really sucks. Those are the guys that are keeping you poor and retarded. But Rand Paul. <laughs> yeah. Bitcoins. <laughs> Libertarianism. Anarchy. <laughs> yeah. No, I mean, 
that is, that is a funny thing is that like what we focus on knowing about <laughs> is what we have the strongest opinion about right and it's just like if you like games you focus on the games industry so that's what you yeah. know about and that's what you can be angry about and it's way easier than being angry about the uh, geopolitical landscape which mm. much more difficult to understand yep. it's true I, th- I think it's funny that um are we done with EA? Yeah, we're done. Unless you got anything else you want to say. No, I just think it's funny that for the next thing in our in our notes about news, it just says something about Dark Souls 2 gameplay. Yeah, <laughs> it's well, a good thing you have an expert here. Mark? I know. That's, somebody asked that on Twitter, and it's like, how about you do something about that Dark Souls 2 gameplay? And like, my first impulse was to send him that thing you that YouTube video you sent me about, like, uh, was it Prepare for the Casual or whatever it was? The... Uh, like Dark Souls 2 casual mode with the dubstep in I the background. I forget what that like, even is. <laughs> this is going to be just like Skyrim. And yeah. They did say it would be more accessible. Yes. Yeah. Uh, IGN gamer. did some very nice coverage, <laughs> and they just had some gameplay footage of Dark Souls 2, which I am very excited for. It looked awesome. Yeah, you are. I went and saw it from, uh, from Software Studios last year in Japan. You know, just had something you'd use against journalists. Mm. Nerd. Had an exclusive mm. look at it. It was pretty One cool. One of your eyes is doing something it. weird. That's, that's my intent. I'm making a weird face right now because I'm sounding like a douchebag, like a name-dropping <laughs> asshole. But the, the weird face is important to get the voice down. Right. Really but to be honest, I have voice. seen, I think, a fair amount of this game, which makes me feel nice because they haven't shown a lot of it. And it looks great. It looks like a, they changed the director. Miyazaki was the original guy who came up with Demon Souls and Dark Souls. He was, I don't want to say forcibly pushed out of the game, but Namco Bandai said, you're not working on this anymore. And they brought this new guy in whose name I forget, but he primarily did uh, Gundam games before that. But they showed the, some... The Dynasty Warriors Gundam games? No, they're different ones than were released in the US. Oh, okay. Yeah. I mean, it's from software stuff, so you know it's good. But... uh <laughs> But no, they showed some new gameplay from it, and it looks really good. There's like this section where there was like this sort of arm thing, and there's like this tiny little dwarf. And he's this tiny little armored dwarf with this huge beard, and he just has this huge fucking axe. Mm-hmm. And they're just like, and it's hilarious because like the director's talking about the game in Japanese, and he's being translated, so it's just this horribly like clipped, stilted sounding, you know, translation. And he's like, this man is a dangerous small man. And there's this dwarf. And like, they approach that's his, him. That's his character class, dangerous small man. Dangerous small man, yeah. And like, you know. That's the, his name, dangerous guy, small man, private eye. Sorry, and he like ahead. walks up to him and like, it's, you know, he's sort of walking towards him. And the dwarf just has a huge axe. And he just throws the axe at the guy that's playing. And the guy tries to block it and misses. And this huge axe just like lands right in his collarbone and his chest. Oh, and he goes, and it just gets killed in one hit. And it was like, this is still the Souls series that I love. Where <laughs> if you want to go try and get that treasure chest behind that fucked up little looking dwarf, you're, you're going to have to pay for it. Mm-hmm. But no, they had lots of good stuff in it. It looks, looks great. It's on PC, 60 frames per second from what I was reading in an article. Developed wow. on PC. Nice. Yeah, it was developed primarily wow. on PC. And I will. Aren't most games developed primarily on PC? I guess technically, uh, but usually they're developed on PC for the console they're going to be on. Right. I think there's a simultaneous launch this time. Right. Which I don't have confirmation on that, but that's mm. everything I was reading was saying um, that's the case. But these days with the new consoles, by which I mean PS4 being the x86 architecture, being, we're yeah, seeing yeah. this awesome trend where it's like developing for the PS4 is developing for the PS for the PC. Uh, so no one gets screwed, and it's awesome. Yeah. Hmm. 
It is another thing too that was really cool in the game where they were just walking down a hallway and you just see this huge disgusting troll man behind like a door. Okay. And he's just like and you look at him and then they like pulled out their bow and arrow and shot him through the hole in the door uh-huh. in the face and he just blew the wall out to attack them. <laughs> nice. Yeah. They do a lot of things with like destructible terrain in this one and and the lighting effects are a lot better. Well, Mike, this sounds like something you can obsess over for at mm. least 12 months, if I not will. longer. Yeah. I will. <laughs> <laughs> you can go help Brett with it when you can't figure out how to get past the guy behind the door. I was tutoring <laughs> Brett for a small period of time on how to get through Dark Souls. Wow. But, you know, he got busy when we that time. I love this <laughs> game. It's he my favorite. Busy. Dark baby. Souls is my favorite game of this console generation. Wow. I wow. stand by that, and yeah. I'm comfortable saying that. I should probably play past a tutorial then. Tiny baby. <laughs> Tiny baby clawing at the sun. I have never so played So warm. It. Yeah, that's me. <laughs> Just like I don't play League of Legends because I'm not a huge nerd like you. Yeah, I love League too. It's fun. Yeah. You guys should play League. Yeah. Just kidding. I'm a huge nerd like you, but I don't play League. You do work at PC Gamer and play PlanetSide. Yeah. <laughs> hey, PlanetSide's good. All right. Nerd. It's a good game. All right. I talked enough. Michael, take her away. Uh, also revealed this week, Far Cry 3 Blood Dragon. Oh my Blood god. Dragon. Oh, so good. I just watched a tutorial video before we started oh. recording. So and that's that's good. what that press crouch to, to get lower. I did a whole Running video. is slightly faster than walking. <laughs> I, I did a whole video on PC Gamer about how Far Cry 3 tutorials are annoying and and irritating and, and, and demeaning. It, just how they're over tutorializing mm-hmm. is awful and I love that they're making fun of themselves yeah. for that that's amazing <laughs> but, and also Blood Dragon is just an awesome 80s uh, god it looks so they, they, crazy they put good. this like weird haze all over everything so it looks like it's it's, it's, it's all purple neon. and uh, it's and shot in green. a warehouse filled with mist that's made up to look like post-apocalyptic LA or something. It's just like VHS mist. That <laughs> <laughs> and, yet, and yet watching the uh, the footage, it's like, oh, the, like, the jeeps that the bad guys drive around in still have the little hula girls on the dashboard. Nice. This is a nice touch. But uh, This is like a Ubisoft trend. I know. I was mm-hmm. telling Anne, like, the King Washington DLC, okay, it's a little less Yeah, crazy. but you, when you said it, you said... I like that this is a or this is a Ubisoft trend where the DLC has nothing to do with the game, but the Assassin or the, no, the Assassin's does. Creed DLC totally has everything. It's the same sure, character. It's but just like, an alternate future. Where the, where the mm-hmm. DLC Blood goes. Blood Dragon has nothing to do yeah. with Far Cry Blood Dragon 3. is right. crazy. I was, I was reading uh, an But where interview. it goes over the top is what I'm saying. It's right. like, and that's a good idea for DLC. Yeah, I would no, rather I, yeah. that. But I, w- I was reading an interview with like the lead designer or something, and he was talking about... Uh, how they're they're working really hard to make the script as bad as possible, like deliberately <laughs> oh, bad. And he's saying like we're going to like movies like just the really over the top, overblown B movies from the eighties and nineties. Like I I want I don't want like RoboCop. I want RoboCop three and Rambo three. Just at the point where these serious wow. movies became propaganda cartoons. And that that's the kind of tone that I want. And like they push for this B movie feel. Like they. Basically, they they said like, okay, all these characters have to be reskinned for literally a hundred and fifty dollars, and I I don't think they mean by that they mean like we just spend a hundred and fifty dollars on the reskinning. I think they mean like per character, like outfit them using just a hundred and fifty dollars, so that they use things like hockey pads, <laughs> and like one character has like a helmet that's actually like a toaster, right? And as as if they were in a film, and the costume budget was a hundred. Exactly. Exactly. Yes. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It looks 
it looks really good too just like that intro scene in the helicopter just shooting and explosions everywhere mm-hmm. and and uh and then you land and there's just the uh tutorial joke where it runs you through like <laughs> it runs you through like 20 tutorial menus that and and like taunts you with <laughs> like the tutorials start taunting you at some point mm-hmm. and like that's a very old yeah. joke, well, but like, like when it tells you, I, for whatever reason, it replaces the rocks that Jason Brody throws with twenty-sided uh, dice, dice, and it's like press whatever to throw your d twenty, nerd. <laughs> yeah, it, it's it's funny to me because it seems like such like a mod thing, but it's like a mod made by the company yeah, made, where it's which just is awesome. so wacky and ridiculous, and I love that because. And they, those assholes announced it on April 1st, so nobody knew whether or not to report on it. Cause yeah. yeah. Bunch of, sure. Well, that, that's that is actually is, really brilliant. He's like, we wanted to re- review, reveal it on April 1st, but then like, oh, everybody, nobody, you can't do that. Everybody's going to think it's fake. It's like, ah, who cares? Let's just do it. And then they'll be overjoyed when they find out it's not fake. And that's what happens. Yeah. It uh, just looks amazing. Also, one of my other favorite games of this generation, Far Cry 3. Yeah. Fantastic. Yeah, absolutely fantastic. I did not expect to get as much into that as I did. Me neither. Especially like yeah. Far Cry 2 was really good, but it was flawed and sort of dry. Mm-hmm. And I didn't expect this to be just like over the top, silly, fun, like just relentlessly addictive. Yeah, definitely. And, and you know, hearing that the Far Cry 3 developers are the, you know, being involved in Assassin's Creed 4 uh, oh. gives me immense hope for that game. So also announced this week, uh, again by Ubisoft, is Flashback is getting an HD Ooh. remake, and I've I've watched the trailer for this. It's uh, gameplay wise, it's the same old Flashback, um, but they've added a lot of new stuff. They've added you know cutscenes. They've added different camera angles. Michaels, pretend I'm a guy who doesn't know what Flashback is and hasn't heard about this. <laughs> well, what are you talking about? If you were a gamer during the '90s, I was. You remember? You might remember Delphine Software, which I did don't. many interesting games such as Out of This World, aka Another World, and also Shaq Fu, which yep. uh, even at their worst were recognized for having very fluid animation. And in the case of Out of This World and also Flashback. For being pioneers of early 3D graphics with using uh, these sort of weird polygonal characters. Oh, my voodoo now, card couldn't handle that. Who would move I, very smoothly. I never played Flashback, but I do know of the game, and I was excited mm-hmm. to hear about the HD version. So Flashback in particular is a side-scroller. Um, you know, it's an, it's an action puzzle platformer. Uh, you run around, you shoot, you climb up ledges. Uh, you know, it was, it was sort of like a, a 2D Tomb Raider, before, like years before there was Tomb Raider. Mm-hmm. And you're a guy in the future who's had his memory wiped, and you're trying to recover your memories and defeat you some sort of conspiracy. There might be aliens involved, I forget. <laughs> it's very futuristic and very cyberpunky. Uh, yeah. Sounds you, wear a brown, you wear a brown leather jacket, it's awesome. You have a like total recall, maybe. You get that little cube that opens yeah. doors. I just remember like on, playing it on the Super Nintendo, like incredibly fluid graphics for that system. I think some of the most fluid that uh, animation that it had ever seen, and the level of detail involved. Like you would stand there, whip out your gun, and like shoot it, and you could see the tiny little shell casings popping out of the gun and falling on the ground. Whoa. True. Whoa. Yeah, it was impressive. Can and we so, call it a ripoff of Remember Me? Yes. No. <laughs> yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah. Well, it's it's a retroactive ripoff in that case. Is it a DuckTales ripoff? Sure. Okay. Why, why I re- not? I recall it being hard. Uh, it was pretty hard, yeah. I, I, I recall not getting very far when I rented it. Yeah. 
So back when you could rent games. Oh my god! Anybody ever get bed GameFly? Did you go to Blockbuster, bro? Uh, maybe, maybe <laughs> I don't remember. Might have been some local video store. Uh, those don't exist. <laughs> no. <laughs> so yeah, that's that's pretty exciting, and I think that about does it for news. Unless there's anything we're missing. Uh, I didn't have any more news. The question of the week this week was, which LucasArts games do you have the fondest memories of? Also, what should we name our skull cartridge logo? Because he doesn't have a name. He slash she. Whatever it is. Mm. I think it's a boy. It mm. looks like a boy to me. Yeah, I'm inclined to agree. Could yeah. be a girl. It could be. No, it couldn't be a girl. I'm a girl and I say that's not a girl skull. Girls don't have skulls. That's true. That's true. We just have jello, yeah. like hard yeah. jello. You're, you're just perfect beings. It's <laughs> actually you don't have any uh, sort of skeletal cookware. structure. Cookware, oh, Cookware that makes, makes our heads. Oh, that's true, yeah. yeah. And is uh mm-hmm. I have seen the inside of my cookware. own head and it's mm-hmm. a it's a mixing bowl. You just have smaller versions of your face all the way through <laughs> to like a hardcore. Yes. Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> it's uh it's non-stick. Yeah. Uh <laughs> Yeah, we had some uh some Oops. pretty pretty <laughs> amazing answers to the well Amazing, but some pretty great answers to this week's question. Um, <laughs> Let me qualify. Amazing? Amazing? Well, I don't know. But they're all right. I, I think it's amazing anytime anybody takes the time to uh, to answer a question of the week. To acknowledge my existence. To acknowledge our existence, yeah, pretty much. Some of these answers definitely made me feel super nostalgic. So it was, it was I had a great time reading through all the answers. Uh, first one on the forums comes from G-Show. He says, Mother and Zombies Ate My Neighbors, mm-hmm. which is a game I haven't thought about in so long. Trampoline mechanics God, need to make a comeback. So yes. uh, he says, my cousin and I rented that game countless times. It had such an amazing style and it had a tension of, and level of difficulty that made the multiplayer really appealing. As for the skull cartri- cartridge, you should name it the Repartridge because portmanteaus are awesome. Uh, first answer on the comments, Vince says... Uh, X-Wing versus TIE Fighter. Same answer as last week's question. Not a bad choice. Huh. That was, that was a great game. Yes, it was. It's the original uh, in the Capcom versus series is X-Wing versus TIE Fighter. It's true. And it's just 2D side-scrolling. <laughs> just, you know, sort of crashing into each other. Would doing the, Hadoukens. Yeah, yeah. The X-Wing would do that crouch roundhouse. And yeah, yeah, yeah. It's really overpowered. <laughs> LucasArts doesn't exist, by the way. No, it doesn't. It does as, a, as a licensing stamp. That's true. That could be licensed. Disney, come on. Um, Pulpsock says, Star Wars Battlefront will always hold a tender spot in my blood potato. <laughs> what did I just okay. say? When, anyway. Uh, and I think I blood wrote this potato? actually as uh-huh. a response. It took me way too long to realize when he was referring to a blood potato that he was referring to his heart, not his penis. <laughs> See, I immediately thought heart. <laughs> Wow. And go straight to the wang. Well, blood potato, I don't know. It just and it doesn't even fit. But blood now sausage. But now I really like that's my new thing. It's is, a black metal band from Idaho. Hey, blood pulp, potato. Hey, pulp sock? Thanks, because that's my new term for when I reference penis. Blood Gross. potato. Blood potato. Ugh. Uh Jay Marcella zero nine says, embarrassingly enough. I played the crap out of The Phantom Menace. Maybe it was because I was six, but it was really, really hard. To beat it, I found a place to grind thermal detonators and got like a hundred. Then for the final boss, I found a spot near a corner where I could throw the explosives at him without being able to, without him being able to move. 
And so that is how I cheap my way to false glory. Huh. And I mean, that's a shitty game, but... Hey, no, that's fair. If you're going to beat a fair shitty enough, game, but that's like it's, it. it's not that we were looking for the best LucasArts game. It's what we we're... Your best memory. Yeah. Your best memory, and mm-hmm. it, that's your best memory, and fair that's enough. a great memory. And it's also uh, shared by the, the one guy in Nebraska who still listens to this, <laughs> who says, I admit... Thank I sl- you, one guy in Nebraska. Yep, it's good to have one person there. <laughs> I admit that I still have fond memories of the PS1 and the Phantom Menace movie game. It was an awful, awful game that no one should ever be forced to play. But given that it was one out of the only three games, or three PS1 games I had as a kid, I grew to accept it, much like one eventually grows to accept a cancerous tumor. But still, I can't deny my nostalgia for it. That's, that's kind of a phenomenon that I don't feel like happens as much anymore, where it's like you're, you can only afford three games, and so you love them or maybe it does happen maybe that's why people so vehemently defend bad games no i think that does still happen yeah i don't know i just feel like i'm always arguing with rich kids who have every game but (laughs) (laughs) well we do now we didn't back in the day right of course we do because we're amazing of course we deserve every game of course yes stabby joe says while the monkey island series is the obvious choice and it's the right really great but that's Mm -hmm. fine I really man- enjoyed. It's mandated that you like it. It is yeah. mandated. Yes, mm-hmm. I really enjoyed Indiana Jones and the Fate of Atlantis and The Last Crusade. The first one for having an original story, and the second since you can punch Hitler even if you die right after. <laughs> They're both really good. Yeah. yeah. Fate of Atlantis, super fun. <laughs> oh yeah. Oh really? I, I and agree with that. There's like you can get it uh, that Loom, uh, both of the Indiana Jones games, and like one other thing in like a LucasArts game pack on Steam for like ten bucks. Nice. Really? Yeah. I had no idea. Yeah, I didn't either until last night. Hey, guess <laughs> what? Last PC week. gaming. Anyway. Yeah, yeah. You know what word that game taught me? Oracalcum. Oracalcum, yeah. That's a good one. It's the secret Apparently. metal of Atlantis. Yep. <laughs> the miracle metal. Doesn't actually exist. It's true. Yeah. Oh, a uh, quick aside. We had some really old books in our high school library. Mm-hmm. One of the books was called Aluminium, the Miracle Metal. Oh, my God. <laughs> and it was published in 1952 <laughs> and, and was in my... <laughs> I may be pronouncing it in the UK style, but uh, yeah, it was a book that was available to rent in 2000. To rent? Wow. From the library. Remember, you rented books from the library. In yes. high school. In high school. Interesting. Borrowed. Yeah, that's generally the, the term. Yeah. Borrowed. Borrowed rent, books renting from the implies that you gave them money well, to, to borrow the books. Well, I apologize. Whatever. Well, you got Wikiparis, uh, so. <laughs> I'm sorry. Dillman502 says, I'm only 16 and only recently got a PC. I feel like there's oh, a winger a song baby. in that. Uh, I can run almost any recent game on Max, and I got it for $530 with shipping and handling, just saying heretic so i haven't had much exposure to lucasarts games i do remember that we owned star wars dark forces for the original playstation i also remember being like five and having no freaking idea what to do so i wouldn't call it a fond memory also when i was around 11 i got the white psp bundle with star wars battlefront renegade squadron unfortunately that was during the time when our household didn't have internet so i never got to try the multiplayer oh i still had a lot of fun fighting the bots hey i have a lot of ideas for games you should play 16 year old (laughs) if if you want to relate to somebody semi-famous uh there is a video somewhere on youtube of john pertwee who i think is like the third or fourth doctor who trying to play dark forces when it was new (laughs) and it's it is adorable he has no idea what's going on he he just keeps seeing like the the death star gunners with their helmets like oh here's darth vader coming to kill us uh what do we do 
We'll, oh, we'll use the blaster on him. Yes, that'll that'll work wonders. So cute. Yeah. But but do play the Monkey Island series so you can be one of us. Yeah. One of us. And even one if you're of us. even if you are 16, that game still holds up. Like those games are all still really good and really funny. Go play those, please. Mm. You're 16. Tell us all about it. <clears throat> Greed E says, I had great memories of coming home from school and loading up Star Wars Battlefront and playing split-screen Conquest with my sister all afternoon long. So sad there won't be a third in the series. Well... Your sister sounds hot. They're, you know, never... <laughs> never <laughs> I'm sorry, Antista's not here. <laughs> <laughs> Somebody had to say it. Somebody um, had to. I will say never say never about Battlefront. I find it very yeah. hard to believe that even with uh, LucasArts shut down, that Disney won't say, hey, someone else want to make Battlefront? Yeah, it's very low risk for Disney. They get never to take a popular franchise and let someone else take the risk. Yep. Uh, my sister, <laughs> <laughs> my wife, Petto uh, Bear, my joke. <laughs> but uh, I remember coming home and from school and playing uh, Goldeneye. Anyway, which wow, was made by LucasArts, as we all know. <laughs> yes. Yeah, cool story, bro. Thank you. I, I had somewhere to go with that, but I forgot because you guys were. You know, my wife staring thing. at you. My wife thing, and yeah, you know. Yeah, <laughs> my wife thing. <laughs> I, I mean, it related to his story, but I can't remember how now. Uh, your split sister? screen. Go uh-huh. on. Uh, Pedo Bear Claw says my favorite my favorite LucasArts game was Star Wars Masters of Terras Kasai Kasi Terras Kasi. You suck, Pedo Bear Claw. Um, <laughs> Um, you like the worst Star how, Wars game. How can you resist watching Han Solo shoryukening scrub-ass Jedis? I like and, then, and then he has a gif of Spider-Man jacking off onto his own face. So that's Beautiful. Thanks for that, man. Thanks. That's about how I feel hey. about Star Wars. But anyway. <laughs> that's actually accurate. Because um, boy, am I tired of Star Wars. But... Uh, continue with all these Star Wars memories. And uh, Darth Ender X says, "Tie Fighter, no question. All the gameplay, ox- all the gameplay awesomeness of X-wing, combined with the novelty of playing as just a punch clock Imperial pilot trying to protect the galaxy from those rebellion pirates and terrorists. Hmm. Plus, who wouldn't want to work under Grand Admiral Thrawn? Me, the greatest boss ever." Oh, was he really? Did he remember birthdays? Yeah, <laughs> probably not. Did he, he get you a cake? Did he bro? take everyone out for team lunch at BJ's? <laughs> uh, you guys can order a beer if you want. <laughs> Boron Ben, which I feel inclined to shout because it's all in all caps, uh, says Grim Fandango. I love that game. Finally, somebody says it. Yeah, uh, seriously. Also- yeah. Also, I love the little discussion on the passing of Roger Ebert. If anyone is interested, Alex Navarro of Giant Bomb wrote a really nice personal piece on I him, and there's that. a link to an outside site. Thanks. <laughs> Alex Navarro is a, is a nice cool enough guy. person who grew up in my hometown, so what's hmm. up? Petaluma? Petaluma. Petaluma. With its fucking Batman. What if he's the Batman? Stay on topic. Oh. Stay on topic. Stay on topic. Stay on topic. Uh, <laughs> actually, uh, the next one that I'm going to read, Breckenridge's Scourge, has my personal favorite name for the Skull Cartridge. Okay. Uh, he he says X-wing versus Tie Fighter. I specifically remember a mission where you fought every ship in the game from smallest to largest, culminating in a one-on-one with a super star destroyer. To my little preteen brain, this was the definition of epic. Also, hard as balls for the skull's name, Yorick. For this is a show of infinite jest. Guys, X-wing hmm. versus Tie Fighter was really clever. Uh, star Wars sucks. Your face sucks. Yeah, hands <laughs> right on that one. 
Damn it. Mm. I love you. Your face sucks. Damn it. Damn it. Uh, Vent Anger says, My most memorable LucasArts experience is much like one that Michael has recalled earlier. After beating KOTOR for the first time, I ran through it again to see what the bad ending would be like. Little did I know how ridiculously evil one has to be to be a proper Sith Lord. In Mass Effect, your choices are between Paragon and Renegade, and as selfish and egotistical as those Renegade choices can be, very rarely do they approach the sort of dark, soul-tainting evil choices you make at the end of KOTOR. After, spoiler, though fast forward 30 seconds if you don't want to hear this, forcing Zalbar to murder Mission in cold blood essentially for no other reason than cause evil... I literally felt sick to my stomach. Counting up all the people I've killed in video games, you could populate entire planets, and all of them combined don't hold a candle to killing a 14-year-old Twi'lek scoundrel through the proxy of her best friend. Yeah. It still gives me the chills. I have to agree with that one. That I a, totally agree. Yeah, that was a pretty terrifying moment. Yeah. Hmm. I'm going to go play Star Trek online. This is gay. <laughs> Spade Slick says, I had some great times with the first Star Wars Battlefront. I remember fondly my repeated attempts to forego any mission objectives to attempt to kill Luke Skywalker, only to watch in silent horror as my blaster bolts were deflected with ease as a tempest of death slowly advanced to slice me in half. But what I remember even more fondly were the few times a thermal detonator would fall just at his feet and send his ass plummeting into the abyss. The universe would never know or give even the slightest of fucks about my heroics that day, but I slept soundly at night knowing that Luke had to tell his Jedi friends in hell just how he got there. And that's the sort of story that I'm looking for. I mean, you clearly have a very fond memory of this game, and and that's that's a funny story. Uh, Panzer DSS says, My answer is KOTOR. I once had a date with a girl I thought I had a chance with. I didn't to go to the movies the day after KOTOR came out. I called her and canceled it after playing KOTOR for hours to tell her I wasn't going to be able to make it to the movie because I was playing KOTOR. She was not pleased, to say the least, but I made the right decision. That game was worth it. Hey, do you think maybe that's why it didn't work out? Yeah, you think that's why you didn't have a chance? Because you stood her up for a fucking video game? You know what? I can't even count the number of times... Well, I guess it's probably just two mostly that you and me, Tyler, you and I tell each other. We it was can't. Mass Effect 3 and Bioshock It was Mass Effect 3 Infinite. and Bioshock Infinite that we tell each other we, I can't see you for days mm. because I need to play this it, game. It makes sense, though. I mean, not only would we rather be playing it than spending quality bullshit time with each other. Yeah. But if we were together, we wouldn't be able to talk about it because we might be at different places in the game. And I would fucking murder you if you tried to tell me something about oh, yeah. the game farther than where I was. So, yeah. Um, the Tingler says, uh, <laughs> you know, <laughs> quote, know quotes us, um, which LucasArts game do you have the fondest memories of, and what should the name of our Skull Cartridge logo be? Uh, to combine the two, Murray. And then he corrects himself and says, or possibly Manny. So, that's Grim Fandango, for those of you who don't know. Um, and yeah. Manny Calavera is the main character, but I don't know if I feel right calling our cartridge Manny, because he, there's only one Manny Calavera, and he looks, you know, he, he's got his own Day of the Dead uh, mm-hmm. sort mm-hmm. of look But too. Murray is pretty great. Murray is pretty great. I like Murray. Sort of, sort of like Eddie for, um, who, who has Eddie? Um... Anthrax, when you get another one. Oh, is oh, it Iron uh, Maiden? Uh, yeah, that's yeah, yeah, Iron Eddie. Maiden. Yeah. yeah. They they have this big scary mascot that gave me nightmares when I was a child. Really? And his name is just Eddie. Even as a kid, I thought he was a goofball. I was like, well, this is I'm, just a nerd wearing a denim jacket with a skull face. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, like, you know, three or four. Oh, okay. Yeah, fair, anything, fair. like, just seeing that at a department store, anything scares you when you're that age. Um, I've got one from Pinchy on the forums, and... I think he must be very young. He says, mine would have to be The Force Unleashed. 
It was one of the first Xbox 360 games I had ever played, and I was all, oh, look how fancy everything is. And then I would spend like half an hour picking up stuff and seeing how far I could throw it using my force powers. Also, maybe name the skull cartridge dude something like Vigigame Victor. He looks like a Victor. Hmm. Victor. Victor. Victor Creed? Sure. Detective Ventriloquist says, Zombies ate my neighbors. Sam and Max hit the Broad. Bro Blazer, Bro Sky Trooper, Day of the Brodical, Monkey Brolin, especially Bro Chuck's Revenge, Bro Throttle, Grim Bro Dango, Indiana Jones, and the fate of Bro Brolantis, Broom. Why wasn't it Indiana Broom? Broom. Yeah, Broom I was, was going to say, he missed an opportunity there. Yeah, that's like unfortunate. Broom, though. That's good. Yeah. James Brolin. <laughs> I like uh, <laughs> Dave the Brontickle. Yeah, sure. Mm-hmm. I'm with you. Uh, yeah, the Brontickle. Sinosaur, or maybe Sinosaur, says. Having to retake English in summer school because I never did a single homework assignment during the regular year, we were given folders to put our assignments in. I wrote approximately a dozen lines from Sam and Max Hit the Road on mine. Also, TIE Fighter is possibly my favorite Star Wars game ever because it's the only game where you work for the bad guy the entire time without changing sides. And you're a goddamn hero. Yeah, I guess. Yeah. And that's the most recent... uh that's the most recent forum so, answer I have. Oh, Cooper, which I think might be Hollander Cooper. <laughs> Radar, yeah. Says, uh, so many Monkey Island 1 and 2 memories. I love them both so much. How appropriate. You fight like a cow is a standard in conversation for me. I also love Day of the Tentacles, Sam and Max, and Grim Fandango more than a human being should love video games. I'm replaying Day of the Tentacle for the first time in years right now. It holds up ridiculously well. Aww. Thanks for listening. Thanks for listening, Day of the Coop. Tentacle is good. Underappreciated, I I agree. Yeah. Uh, God, there's a ton of these. Yeah, we have a uh, we have more on the forums, but um, a lot of them were were uh, repeated answers. Bunch of people said Kotor. Bunch of people said Zombies yeah. Ate My Neighbors. Um, I kind of want to change my answer. Some even, people said Grim Fandango. Yeah. Even though I really like Day of the Tentacle, I think my fondest memory is from uh, Jedi Knight Two, turning on the secret dismemberment mode <laughs> that made it so that your lightsaber would cut apart anything it touched. <laughs> <laughs> and so I'd get into these these boss battles, and it just completely changed because you could be decapitated by lightsabers too. Uh-huh. So it com- it turned it into like this weird bushido blade style match, where uh, just the first hit that would land would kill the other person. And Fantastic. remember, like fighting against like there's that Twi'lek Sith that you fight at one point, and just like slow motion kill just slicing her head right off. It goes flying off, and then there's a cutscene where she's like, "Oh, you've defeated me." Hey, <laughs> Star Wars fans, are all Twi'leks girls? I, um, I have a friend that I can probably ask this. Uh, well, there's, there's he knows one... everything there is to know about Star Wars. There's... but uh... What's his face in uh, Return of the Jedi is a, is a Twi'lek dude. Um, the Jabba's right-hand guy, the really pale one. I forget oh. his name. But uh, salacious crow. No. No, 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 no. Um, and then no. there's that like that one That's little rat monkey. There's that one green Twilight dude who shows up all the time in Kotor and his different people every no, time. No, he's yeah. But there, there's like one green NPC model that's a Twi'lek that shows up all over the place, and it's a different character every single time. I don't know. Every time I yawn, I'm saying nerds. <laughs> Just kidding. All right, so there are really. a lot of lots of good um, lots of good answers this week. Uh, if you want to keep the discussion going or read more, go to vidgamapocalypse.com and look at the article for this week's or last week's show, or go on our forums at lasertimepodcast.com/forums. 
Um, new question of the week, which comes to us via Twitter from Stefan or Stephen uh, Auna, who goes by at ZestyLove, L-U-V. In light of EA being the, quote, worst company ever, who or what is actually hurting the industry the most? And I feel like this is well tread ground, but at the same time, the more I thought about it, it's like, well, lots of things, actually. I everything? Think, yeah, everything, pretty much. <laughs> and the thing is, everything that is hurting the industry right now is something that also makes it great in some ways like convenience the internet uh and you know less great the need to monetize absolutely everything huge budgets that that fuel that need the thing is it's like i think when i say internet and convenience i mean people are used to at this point having things that cater to them directly you spend much time Mm. on the internet you can filter anything from news to pornography to games to your exact taste and it's there for free all the time whenever you want it if you you own an iphone or an android any sort of mobile device you can have games that will provide hours of enjoyment for like three bucks so when somebody tells you that you have to pay sixty dollars for this game and it won't work immediately uh, it, it won't have all the features at launch or uh, it won't be exactly what you wanted, then people tend to get upset. Yeah. And I don't, I don't think it's just a consumer side problem either. I think, I think that's part of the equation. Um, well, I think that, that the, the consumerism of, of it all drives a lot of the issues that, that the industry is having. Like, mm-hmm. you know, people wanting to make more money, which, you know, companies need to make money. And I'm I'm a little drunk at this point in the podcast, so uh-huh. I'm probably not making any sense. But in my head, I'm making a lot of sense. But um, I think that a lot of the problem drives from people having specific issues with what the industry is doing to make mm-hmm. money. Well, part of it, part of the reason they have to do that is because they are spending, you know, millions and millions, hundreds of millions of dollars on one game's development. And what you get into with that situation is you want to see a definite return on that investment, and it's becoming riskier and riskier to do it. So what you're going to see is companies taking fewer risks. This is nothing new. And basically looking for any avenue to make money in the event that this game does not sell a billion copies. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think the budgets are honestly the biggest problem with the industry right now. The budgets have have ballooned to ridiculous ridiculous heights and it's i understand why they want to keep pushing and pushing and and making a bigger and grander experience Mm -hmm. but um they've got to find a way to cut costs and i think another huge problem in the industry is the idea that you hire higher and higher and higher while you're making a game and then lay off everyone i think that's a real problem because you're laying off people who are working together and working well together Mm -hmm. and and who know each other and but who have certain that's, skills. that's not true for every company. I don't think I, every I think company that does that. That's true for a lot of companies. I'm saying but it's a problem f- for where it happens because I think uh, a better strategy is to, you know, just have a long-term plan for these people you hire and, and you know, work with them to make money consistently rather than the idea that you that you bulk up and bring on a ton of people to finish a project and then lay them all off because... You're you're establishing uh, relationships um, and and making good products, and then you're dispersing people, and they're all going to go to different companies. And it's mm-hmm. that's like uh, I think Tim Schafer kind of like uh, spoke out a while back against this and said 
hey, don't do that. That's not a good idea. Like, um, once you have a team working well together, keep it working well together. That's stupid. <laughs> you know, yeah, like, that absolutely. model is dumb. You're not making movies. It's different. Yeah. You know, whereas movies, of course, you bring tons of people on for the movie <clears> and they understand when the project's done, they're done. Um, but I feel like with game developers, once you have people working well together, don't lay all of them off. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, of course, you know, it makes sense to have some temporary employees because you have to ramp up production at certain points. But it also has to do with the budgets again, which are like have just gotten absurd. Um, yeah, it's really you know, gotten they're talking. You know, we're not ta- even talking multi-millions. We're talking multi-hundreds of millions yeah. of dollars that, for each game. That may actually be what kills consoles in the next generation. Not that you know there's a lack of interest from consumers, but that it has gotten too fucking expensive to develop games of the caliber that yeah. these machines can, can support. Yeah, it's absurd. And then you get like one, two-man uh, groups making indie games and selling a whole bunch. Mm-hmm. And and with very little overhead, making a lot of money. Uh, and you have to look at that and be like, well, is it worth it to be Crytek? Is it worth it to be EA? Is it worth it to be Activision? Um, you know, I don't know. Maybe it's not. Maybe they should be hiring small teams to make kind of inventive uh, small games versus these, like, you know, games with massive budgets where they need to hire a bunch of external companies to do facial animation and do mocap and... And, and get all these voice actors. I don't know. I mean, not that I don't like those big budget experiences, but it just doesn't seem viable, or, or or at least it won't be viable forever. Hmm. Any thoughts, Mike? No, I think, I mean, I mostly agree with the idea that the budgets are too big, there's too much of a safe bet on the sequelitis kind of thing that happens. Mm-hmm. Eh, eh, I don't know. There's just... I don't know. You feel the markets that they market to are so diverse. Like, I'm not a Call of Duty player, but there are millions of people that are Call of Duty players, and that's more money to them than they care about what I'm interested in. And I realize my interests sort of run niche. Like, I'm really into Charles Barkley, Shut Up and Jam Gaiden, which is a stupid little <laughs> idiot indie game. And it's like, that's not profitable, and it never will be. But at the same time, I like that there's that niche there for me to be in. But that actually will be profitable, probably. Technically, it, because, yeah. That's it costs people... very little to make. <laughs> right, yeah. yeah. That's the difference, um, I guess. Whereas, you know, like I'm saying, games like FTL, games like Hotline Miami made by one or two people hmm. um, are very profitable. Um, because they sell a whole bunch. And but we're getting back. We're getting nothing. back into the indie game versus AAA games yeah. thing. I mean, AAA games cost a lot of money to make, right? And that's fine. So they have to make a lot of money, and so they're you know tons of yeah. DLC, pre-order bonuses, the stuff gamers hate. And I yeah. think we like gamers need to understand if you want, if you do want these big budget experiences, they're gonna throw a bunch of DLC on there. They gotta make yeah. their. They gotta have a return on their investment. You know. The, the the business guys aren't evil. They're trying to keep the company afloat, and they're tr- they're actually trying to keep people employed. No one likes firing people no. or laying people off. So yeah. those evil people at EA and Activision, who are just nickel and diming you with DLC, are trying to keep people employed. Really, um, and yeah, they're trying. <sighs> the argument is so often like you're just greedy. They're trying to make their company make a yeah. profit. They don't necessarily get a bonus for that they're keeping people employed you know, by I, I don't want this to be like oh poor ea but at the same time like they're tr- putting out products that are extremely expensive and they're trying to keep their head above water and i think you know things like microtransactions and dead space 3 are an acknowledgement of the fact like look mm-hmm. we can't 
afford to do we can't expect to make our money back on sales of the software alone right we need to have some sort of value added we need to find ways to make people want to fork over more money and it's a little slimy in some cases yeah. but i mean blood i don't dragon great example huh blood dragon great blood example. dragon yeah I'll pay for that. Yeah. That'll be fun. Oh, no, yeah, yeah. No Hell question. yeah, I'll pay for that. Well, I yeah. guess we all do appreciate it when Give they do Give me more it, fun, creative stuff. When yeah. they do a good, creative job on it, we're all like, you know, everyone on YouTube goes, I'm throwing my money at the screen or some other lame meme. But, um, fry. Fry holding money. Yeah. The, uh, yeah. Take my money. But like, people, money, people don't it. get upset when it's something they like, even though it's the mm-hmm. exact same thing they wouldn't like if it were from EA. And, uh, you know... Yeah, we're not saying poor EA because, like, they have done some really embarrassing yeah, things. they and, really have. And it's like... SimCity was an objective fiasco. Like, there's no yeah, way around that. They could do much better, but... Dead Space 3 was pretty bad, too. <laughs> but when you, tell me, when you tell me you're mad that a for-profit company is doing something for-profit, you know, I kind of have to laugh and be like, yeah, that's what for-profit companies do. Mm-hmm. That's the difference between them and a non-profit. They're... They, Yes, they are just doing this for the money. That's and there's this saintly aura that hovers around indie devs on like Kickstarter mm-hmm. shit too, where it's just like, oh well, this is just a couple guys. He's doing it to make money too. Do you think Notch oh, is like solid gold, you know, throne? <laughs> yeah. He doesn't have a solid no, gold. They want to nice make guy. money, and, and that's fine. Like yeah. that is nice capitalism. Guy who crazy parties. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. No. If you if you hate this idea, then you know this is capitalism like pe- people are doing this stuff to mm-hmm. make money yeah fine i think there's also a perception of like aloofness like on ea's part but like on the part of most big publishers and it was kind of weird that uh I, I mean i always thought about that and then i went and talked to mark lamia who's you know head of uh treyarch and does black ops and i was thinking i went into it kind of with the mindset of like ah, another call of duty all right well what are you doing uh, and interviewing him about it and i found out that they actually make this game kind of like for this hardcore of fans that are very connected and very involved like you mm-hmm. you might think like ah, call of duty who cares another big budget experience of stupid but there are people who are really into it and they're very plugged in and there is a dialogue going back and forth between them and the developer that people who are maybe more casual fans just aren't plugged into at all yeah and so like you know that there is i was actually kind of surprised like this isn't cynical there is quite a bit of passion that goes into it I think there's this idea among gamers that they should be the audience for everything. Mm -hmm. And when you find out that you're not the audience being targeted, it's like a shock to the system. Like, oh my God, you... You mean I'm? You're not catering directly to me only. You mean you're you're devoting resources to Barbie horse adventures instead of <laughs> Kill Murder Explode Against Three Thousand? It's like I HD played remix. Barbie horse adventures when I was a little. Yeah, little girl. they didn't actually devote any resources to that. Nope. What am I saying? But like there was, I was. Ah, uh, uh, no, I, I don't want to get into it. But I just mean like there, there is this uh, idea that we should just like. Hey, look, I'm a straight white male who likes video games. Mm-hmm. You should devote all your resources to me because I'm your primary yep. audience. And Also, if- I don't like the feeling that I'm being excluded from anything because yeah. that's what I pick up on when something <laughs> is for someone else. I'm oh, sorry. Other people are supposed to be excluded from yeah. things. You should dedicate all your time to me. And, you know, I'm not claiming that every gamer is some bigoted asshole. I'm just saying as a straight white male, I'm very used to being catered to. So I understand that when suddenly companies start catering to a very specific niche that I'm not a part of, it can be like, whoa, what are you doing? 
You're just trying to make money, and then you think to yourself, wait, they are, and they've found a different market to make hmm. money in, and it's not me, and so are I we have talking to about that. gay characters in Dragon Age now? Yes, we <laughs> are. Yes, we are. No, but I mean, I don't know. It's it's. I think some of it is gamers getting upset when like these microtransactions don't cater specifically to what I want, but people are using them mm-hmm. and What's, like if they weren't these companies would stop doing them and they are it's so. just that kind of classic chip on the shoulder argument where it's like all these gamers is like oh i played before it was really cool to play and so you're turning your back on me when you make like candy crush saga or whatever and it's like no they're not this is moving on and moving forward like i've said this before recently but gamers are like some of the most conservative people i think i've ever seen hmm. in any kind of field of media where they don't like change they don't like things to mm-hmm. alter. They don't like things. They want to see the exact same thing over and over again. And it really stifles the John, just the whole medium, and it annoys the hell out of me. Stifles the gendarme. The gendarme. Yeah, yeah I had to say yeah. two words at once there, and it came stifles out like retarded. Stifles the Jean-Claude Van Damme. And, and, mm-hmm. and gamers have a lot of vocabulary to use when it comes to uh, fighting that. They can say, you're going casual. Uh, right. Or you're... You know, you're dumbing it down, or whatever. Well, they can say all these different things when really they're just trying to hit maybe a different market. Mm-hmm. And um, if we just talked about it in marketing terms, I think we would understand better. Yeah. All right. So I think there's a lot of ground for discussion here, and yep. um, we'd like to hear what you think. So go ahead and hit us up on uh, vidigameapocalypse.com. Find the article for this week's column or this week's podcast. Or go again to lasertime.com slash forums and weigh in and let your voice be heard and we'll read some of your responses. Not all of them necessarily because you guys can really put out a lot when you're engaged. You really do. (laughs) And we love that. Just be noted that the first couple days after the episode goes up or the 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 answers that we read yeah that's so, that's the window because you know we'll, we'll let you in on a little secret here we record on thursdays yes we post on tuesdays so you have a two-day window again like ann said if you want it to get read and so even if we don't read your answers on air we are still reading them like i go back and read the answers to to old forum questions like i still do I'm still reading them, but yeah, we we might not. Not if you keep posting pictures of Spider-Man Jo onto his own face. Yeah, Yeah, maybe less so if you do that. Please stop that. Just send them directly to Chris Antista. (laughs) Hey, pedo bear claw, just send that straight to Cantista. Send them directly to Electronic Arts because (laughs) I don't know how you feel about SimCity. (laughs) What? Which was a disaster. Tweet them to. uh, You feel like jacking off on your own face? Tweet them to. I feel when I play. uh, Tweet them to at Cantista on Twitter. uh, Yes. Hashtag SFW. <laughs> <laughs> Hashtag Mega Man 25. <laughs> Hashtag DuckTales. <laughs> yes, perfect. Let's get it trending, folks. Uh, call it Duck Fails, if you can. Duck Fails with Spider Man jizzing on space. Yeah. Continue. More like Fuck Fails. Because uh, he doesn't know how to All sex. Right. Don't do it on plugs. your own face. Time for plugs. Uh, yes. Go to Twitter and look me up. I'm at Wikiparas. That's A as in Apple Z, not E as in Egg Z. What are you, Henry? Fuck out of here with this. H E N R E Y G G G E G G. It's the GGs, Heroes of Jet Set Radio. It's Wikiparas, right? Yeah, Wikiparas. That's phonetic. You can work that out. And you're pseudo bread. Yep. And I'm Tyler underscore 
wild. Mm-hmm. You can go to PCGamer.com. It's a cool site that you can find cool articles on. And I'm BDR and Lewis. What's up? Easy. What's up? Yeah. Oh, and I like uh, pineapples on everything. Go to OXMOnline.com to see my review of Injustice, Gods oh, yeah. Among Us. Well, wait. Since the episode, or since it's posting the same day as this episode, right? Mm-hmm. Can you tell us what you what you gave it? It's a it's a nine out of ten. I really, really like that game. It is a really fun game, guys. Even though Michael totally schooled me. To be fair, he had played a lot longer. It looks so good. It looks really great. Oh my god. Green so arrow. the guy in the mm-hmm. DC Comics t-shirt. Well, it is. It's an unlicensed DC Comics t-shirt. <laughs> and his, it's, uh, we can't stop here. This is Bat Country yeah, t-shirt. With, with the Joker as Raul Duke and Penguin as Dr. Gonzo. It's a pretty great shirt. I was going to point that out before the end of the episode. Yeah. T-Fury.com. You should follow it and get on their mailing list because they, they put out t-shirts. This is sounding like an ad. It's I'm not, not doing an ad for we fucking T-Fury. We aren't sponsored by T-Fury, no. but maybe if we, we email them this be. episode, we could be sponsored. <laughs> not if I'm going to yell about. It. I'm not sponsored. Fucking T-shirt. <laughs> but no, it's it's a pretty cool site. They put out like one T-shirt design a day that you can only get during that space of 24 hours, and then it's gone forever. So it's you know great for hipsters who don't like to see their T-shirt designs being worn by other people. Tyler, Brett, sorry, <laughs> don't wear my shirts, man. I'll wear your shirts. Don't wear my shirts. I'll, I'll stretch them out and give them back to you. All stinky. <laughs> Stop it. Me too. Oh. All right. That's our show. Uh, thanks for listening. We'll see you next week. What if you had a bacon mustache? What? Ron Paul.